Impact Double Feature. Ah, sixer. Two friends, two movies, and too much to drink. I'm Travis. And I'm Nathan. Hey, there you guys are. Join us today for a special mullet super spectacular as we celebrate the birthday of our very own Roadhouse correspondent, Jamie Justice, and Nathan Battles Low Blood Sugar. Join us. Nathan. Sweet Travis. It's Six Pack Double Feature. You can put six packs of soda in here. Nathan, you big <laughs> bald bastard. <laughs> How are you? I am fantastic. You like those new credits? I do. Isn't that some funky ass <laughs> shit? Where did you Where did you pull that? It's music? from some Italian like uh, version. Porno. Of... <laughs> well, aren't they all? Uh, they might be. What's that movie where they actually killed animals? Uh, cannibal Cannibal Holocaust. It's from an Italian ripoff of Cannibal Holocaust. And uh, I was watching it last fall, and I was like, I'd like to do new opening credits. <laughs> and I'd like them to be upbeat and fun. and Funky. 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 So I hope, you guys, I hope you guys are having a great uh, new year so far. This isn't an official, like, canon <clears throat> episode. This canon. is a legend episode. <laughs> this um, happens outside of season four, part correct. four. Yeah. Pick Whatever six season is. is coming up soon. Hopefully, we'll have a date for you by the end of the episode. But coming up soon, like August. Today, <laughs> there's a girl in here. Hey guys. Hey. Hey. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got a birthday. That would be me. That would be you. How old are you? Twenty nine. Yeah. Sure. Awesome. We'll go with that. Don't look a day over. Forever twenty nine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a new store. Uh, Roadhouse correspondent Jamie Justice is in studio today. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. Very excited to I talk about movies that aren't Roadhouse, even though wish, Roadhouse is amazing. I wish I could say that these movies are so good. <laughs> um, they are. You just have to open your mind a little bit. All right. Well, Quaid, um, you need to open your mind just we, a little bit. <laughs> your mind. We were watching, you and I were watching a movie recently, mm-hmm. uh, Hard Target. Yeah. Uh, and we thought it would be fun to do an episode with you for your birthday mm-hmm. about <laughs> this is <laughs> your like, shittiest birthday present ever. <laughs> this is your gift, by the way. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Watch these movies. So here's hoping you've done your homework, listeners. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's fair to say our listeners have at least seen Con Air. They may have even seen Hard Target. It's the better of the two. I, I, we'll get into it in a minute. But we thought we thought it'd be fun to bring Jamie in because she does so much hard work for us on. On the intros, and after uh, oh, I wanted to do Hard Target, and we let her pick the other one, and I wish we hadn't because the other one's <laughs> on air. Travis is like, oh, I immediately regret this decision. She's Ron Burgundy jumping down in with the uh, bears. So, <laughs> riding a furry tractor. Right. <laughs> um, what are you drinking over there, Justice? I'm drinking uh, Montucky Cold Snacks. Which is what? Where is that made? I what have no of? idea. Um, I just bought it because of the packaging. Um, Mon Eagle Cold I think Cold it's Snacks. made in Montana. Oh, I would, that would, Montucky, that would make. It's got yeah. a white pony on there. Reminds me of it the does. Dick, Nathan, Nathan, what are you drinking? I'm drinking. Uh, I'm representing the six one five. Oi, oi! It's called six one five by uh, Mill Creek, made here in uh, Nolansville. I'm drinking uh, Coors Light, Silver Bullet. I was drinking High Life's earlier, and they just weren't doing it. They weren't tasting right. So I'm on the Coors Light. Um, Sometimes the champagne of beers is not enough. Yeah. Justice, it's your birthday. Which of these god-awful turds would you like to talk about first? I think we start off with Con Air. It was supposed to be a routine transfer. 
The most violent criminals society's ever produced are being flown to the toughest maximum security prison ever built. Nathan Jones, a.k.a. Diamond Dog, life sentence, murder. Gun Green, a.k.a. the Marietta Mangler, seven life sentences. Cyrus Grissom, a.k.a. Cyrus the Virus, life sentence for murder, robbery, kidnapping, extortion. And Cameron Poe, parole, heading home to his family. Unfortunately, he just got on the wrong plane. Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer of Crimson Tide and The Rock. Nicholas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich. This spring, buckle up. Con Air, directed by Simon West. God, there's not enough bourbon in the world. Jesus Christ, there's more of it. God. If you're lucky, I stopped it, it. There was three more, but three I stopped more. it. God. Or at least two. They didn't skimp on the explosion budget, all right? No, they didn't. Them and kids, or, they have a real big pyro budget. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that this was directed by Simon West? <laughs> <laughs> didn't he do Wild Wild West? Uh, no. All right, I'll, I'll give you the plot real quick. Some dirtbags <laughs> try to rape a waitress. Her husband kills them, and then they sentence him to grow a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Time served. <laughs> That's the plot of Con Air. Yeah. yeah. So on to hard target, right? We can... <laughs> no, I've written down too many notes to not okay. talk about something. I, I watched uh, this movie three times in the past like two months. Holy I would, shit. Straight up at the top, Nathan. I would. I need to credit where it's due without any sense of irony or sarcasm. This, this woman has watched Con Air three times in the last month. Yes. The text you said is that's either dedication or insanity. One other... <laughs> Only it's one passion. Other, it's only, more like oh, passion. Oh, is it passion? Yeah. That was the one that he was forgetting. One other person in the history of this podcast has done more work. I don't think you and I, Nathan, have done this amount of work for the entire. I watched. Show. Um, what did I? What did I say way back when we first started? I think I watched the the Butthole Pirate, <laughs> Cutthroat Island. I'm sorry, I always get that mixed up. It's a different movie. Uh, <laughs> it's a way better movie. Uh, I watched. Um, Cutthroat Island like one and a half times because I dozed off during part of it and you're like that's okay that's a, to be expected what are your first impressions of Connie? first impressions first of all we've got Trisha Yearwood playing a song you're in a small bar you've got some rednecks she, is she playing it's, live? no but it's her version of the song not Leanne Rimes not Leanne Rimes because I knew there was a thing way back when Leanne Rimes they didn't like her version or something is I don't know what it was everybody's hating on Leanne Rimes and it was a huge song I forgot about that song until it played 90 yeah. seconds into the movie. <laughs> it's after an amazing Power, song. After like Powers Booth talked about being an army ranger. And I'm like, oh, is this Tombstone part two? They're in this trashy bar. Some dude is making like gross comments about his wife. He's just trying to like hug her stomach and talk to the baby that doesn't appear to be growing in her stomach. Um, so it's Weird. basically like a Friday night where I grew up. <laughs> um, so I felt at home. It made me feel very peaceful. Oh, so it was nostalgic. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can get behind this. It's a sense of home. Nostalgia trip. Okay. It was really nice. Um, good old cross plains Tennessee. <laughs> One of my notes I have was like, holy shit, it is Powers Booth. Did he not? I, f I can't remember why I wrote that. He's not in it outside of that. Yeah, that's literally the only time he's in the movie. What is he? What is his role in it? Uh, voiceover Wait. narrator to talk about the Army Rangers. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Advertising campaign. I don't know. Foreshadowing about but I swear what a that sounded like he is. It sounded like him. We watched, it on, we watched him. it on Amazon, and I think I did the pause. And oh, yeah. They have the x-ray on there, yeah. and it says who everybody is. Yeah, because um, I didn't. I wrote down that um, I didn't know Booth had an E at the end. Oh, yeah. Powers Boothie. Yeah. Boothie. <laughs> Boothie. 
But no, he exists solely to just tell us how uh, much of how a badass, badass Nicholas Cage is. I thought it was Army Rangers. I didn't know when you wanted to do this. That's what's just fine. I'll just hand it to you now. We'll just do it. Don't look. Don't look at this official presentation. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. Oh my God, this is so good. Thank you (laughs) so much. And you know what will make you even happier is this was a goodwill purchase for two bucks. Oh, that doesn't make me happy. (laughs) What what do you got? You really okay? So this is a widescreen copy of Con Air on DVD. So now I don't have to worry when it stops streaming for free on Hulu. I can watch it whenever I want to. You can watch it when I'm not here. I can watch it whenever I want to. It's my birthday. You can watch this it when is amazing, Nathan. You Thank can. you. You're you can, welcome. You can watch Happy it whenever birthday. you want on your birthday. It's going to be a 24 hour loop like a you, Christmas story on Christmas you, Eve. You can watch it 12 times. Challenge me. Bring it. <laughs> is it just me or in a pre 9 11 world? It was a lot more acceptable to disrespect a soldier in a bar. Apparently. And they <laughs> yeah. didn't have any idea that it wasn't the soldier's fault the why why Vietnam was a shit st- like a shit sandwich. <laughs> shit storm, shit sandwich, shit sandwich, whatever I was gonna say. Way, really. You're the you're the push, you're the reasons why you pushes lost Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that line. I also don't I, understand is the wife working there? Yes. Okay, so she just so says she's fuck a, serving and just starts dancing with her husband until like the end well, of her shift where she is really he home leaves. From war? Is he on his way to war? He's, uh, my is guess he just, is, is he just, he's back in from Desert Storm era is my first thought. Or was he just in a parade or something? That's why he's got his uniform on at the bar. <laughs> no, he or was, was discharged. Just, was that just off camera and Nicolas Cage was just doing some I'm wearing cosplay? The, I'm wearing the uniform. We're going to jump around, James. It's okay. Sorry. No, um, don't ask me what doesn't work yet. Okay? Uh, we're not gonna That's all I'm asking. No, I'm not going to get there. Her impression of his southern accent is the worst southern accent I've ever heard. That's what I put down here. Like, why does he fucking Tennessee? Why does she? Why does he have to be from Alabama? Okay, so I did some research, and I was going to save this for trivia, but that's okay. You can apparently pepper this in, pepper it in lightly. Apparently, he wanted the guy to be southern because they're more chivalrous to women. And he wanted that to be like the strong character trait. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to kill these motherfuckers in a parking lot for you, baby. Like how chivalrous I am. Hey, baby. Look what I'm okay. Yeah, I, I, I can. But why Which I, I, I don't, get? I don't understand in 1997, let alone today, that anybody in Alabama would have a problem with someone serving in the military. But why Alabama? Because when, why I, Alabama, when, I, when why I hear Mobile, when I hear, why all the way down? When like, I hear Southern like gallantry, mm-hmm. I don't think Alabama. I, I think Georgia. Alabama. I think I think the or opposite like, of chivalry. Like, I think sand. Trap. I think Georgia like, or like South people. Carolina, there's that, there's a bit of the... I do not think that when I think South Carolina either. <laughs> Those are mud people. Those are dirt, sand, Alabama Maybe or sand North people. Carolina. They're like muddy sand people. Mississippi, they don't even, they ain't even evolved yet to have legs. <laughs> They're like the tadpoles of the South? Yeah. Mississippi, tadpoles of the South. <laughs> and uh, South Carolina, those are just straight up mud people. Okay, but there's Georgia. I think of gallantry. Would, it I, felt like he was trying to do like Savannah, Georgia, and it did not work. What, I don't know what area of the South he was trying to do, but he. Whew, I, was, I put it this way: it makes no difference where his character's from. He's supposed to be a good old boy, and why not just cast someone who can actually pull it off? Or <laughs> this movie honestly would have been twenty five percent less annoying if Cage just didn't have the accent. Yeah. personally, I agree. I just agree. it was a dumb choice. It was so Cage. distracting. It was. It was very distracting. It, anybody who will pull off a bad southern accent, I'm sure, probably bothers you a bit. A lot. It bothers Lisa just as much. It, it offends me as a true southerner. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the 90s were like the Wild West, man. Like The 80s got a bad rep for making some shitty movies. And then the, like when we were all in the 90s, I think we were like, yeah, the 80s movies were really dumb and implausible and, and, and then the stupid. 90s, Jerry Bruckheimer said, hold my beer. <laughs> 
hold my overpriced Italian beer, probably. <laughs> we don't drink that beer here in Alabama. Was that Forrest Gump? <laughs> Forrest Gump was from... This movie's dumber than Twister. Look, man, yeah. at least Tom Hanks had better Southern accent. <laughs> That's fair. I'll give him that. I'll give him that much. Before we leave the accent thing, who had the worst accent? Cage in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Keanu Reeves doing British in uh, Dracula. Have you seen Dracula? No, no I haven't seen that. That sounds... His British Or accent. Kevin Costner doing British before he drops it in about 30 minutes into the movie in um, Robin Hood. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's other movies that can contend, but those are the three that came to mind. So if you, if you take into a... F- <laughs> he sounds like he could have slight hearing loss. Well, Keanu, it's probably because all the shots fired on the plane. Ke- exactly. Keanu Reeves sounds like he has brain damage <laughs> when he's trying to do a British accent. Like that said, accent, it was probably physically hurting himself <laughs> to do it. <laughs> what do you mean, soften the R? <laughs> Bruh. Uh, you mean like, I would say like, uh, I would say, I would say Keanu. Keanu? Keanu. Keanu. All right. I'm sticking by Nick, Ch- Nick Cage. As a southerner, his southern's pretty yeah. bad. Okay. It is, yeah, it is. It's it's pretty bad. It's horrible. I thank um, God he you know committed to it. By he, going he even really, says going Alabama commi- dumb. Like he can't even say the name of his own state correctly. How did he say Alabama? Alabama. Alabama. Oh, my baby's gonna be Miss Alabama because that's what you want your child to aspire to—to to be the beauty <laughs> contestant winner of Alabama. Grope you in a parking lot. In a rainy parking lot. Is that is that is that the Miss Alabama pageant? It's in a parking lot of a bar. Yeah, just gravel, mud everywhere. <laughs> Some dude Y'all in a big come truck. Y'all down. It's a Miss Alabama pageant. Down Skinner. here at Ricky's bar. <laughs> the one surviving member of Skinner is going to be here. <laughs> we got mud wrestling. <laughs> oh, shit. That's the talent competition. We got Hummingbird Poe over here doing a hummingbird. mud wrestling. My that, hummingbird. Is that her name? Hummingbird. hummingbird. That's and her I think nickname. that was a nick. Either that was nickname for his wife or his daughter. Either way, so it was for his wife because the wife is named Trisha because she's named Trisha. Trisha Yearwood singing in the first thing in the scene. It's a whole. It's a synchronicity. It's It's a whole thing. Continuity. Uh, Attention to detail. Speaking of synchronicity, I think it would be better if the police were involved with this movie. Like make it somewhere else. Make it a state. They only have like three or four deputies, and they no 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 no. Sting and Stuart Copeland, (laughs) the police. (laughs) <laughs> just make it a completely different movie. Who's the third member? I can't remember. No one can. <laughs> it's like if you're not. George... No one can remember the the guitarist from from the Police. Uh, I do know the other guy in Wham. That was Andrew Ridgely. I'm doing help. everything I can to not talk about this fucking movie, <laughs> y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, truly, I know I'm outnumbered in here because Nathan, you texted me last night and said, "Holy fuck, I like this movie better than I thought I would." See, let me rephrase the actual text that I sent. I said, "I don't hate it. I don't." Not like it either. Do you like it? Like it? No. <clears throat> Jamie, do you gonna, like it? I'm gonna, like pa- it? I'm gonna pa- I fucking I'm, love this movie. I'm gonna. Well, look, it's okay. It's I'm a gonna, feel good movie of the year. Every single year. It's the feel good movie of 1997. So Nathan, you watched it just last night, or, or two nights ago? But two yes. nights ago, and you just watched it last night and mm-hmm. three times. I watched it a month and some change ago, and was whiskey bent when I watched it. So I'm gonna have questions because I don't remember a ton about it. That's okay. I, I have I have a nomination for best unintentional c- uh, comedic scene. Ooh, what what? Yeah, that's <laughs> the credit sequence where he's writing a letter, dear Casey, <laughs> dear Casey. <laughs> was that supposed to be serious though? Like yeah, like the di- that's, that was always my question with this movie at large. Are is you it- guys serious? Or are you or is this tongue in cheek? <laughs> is this movie supposed to be? 
did this movie not know it was bad, or did they did they treat this like no? Bruckheimer knew it was bad, and he said, "I'm going to do it." Why? Well, they say Con Air in the movie. Like someone actually says, "Welcome to Con Air." When they were making Roadhouse, <laughs> they knew that they were making a goofy sort of basically pro wrestling movie. You know what I mean? It was it was. Did a, they really? They did. Yeah. Do you think Patrick Swayze believed that? I do. I do. They didn't take this movie seriously. Is that that's my question? They didn't. They weren't taking this seriously. No, right? that's probably why I had more fun than I thought I did because okay. I just went like this. I opened this part mm-hmm. of my skull and then I removed my brain, all of your yeah. brain, okay. and then I sat it down on the table for two hours and went, "All right, this is okay." I remember watching this and people taking it seriously. It was the late nineties. It was, and that's why I can't. I can't. I can't. Make I can't take that. it seriously because of how incredibly contrived the plot is. The, just getting them all well, into the plane. It could be a really if, cool. Ignore the first seven minutes where he defends himself <laughs> and then gets sent to prison for almost ten years. Correct. Ign- yeah. Completely ignore that. We'll talk about that later. Just the fact that they they bring all of these super the worst of the worst. The, on a plane, and then the Legion of Doom, well, and then they ask Dave Chappelle to go, "Hey, can you set this guy?" On don't fire? get me started on Dave Chappelle. Start on Dave Chappelle. Go. Oh man, I um, love Dave Chappelle. In this. I, I wish he was in it more. I hate him in this. <laughs> I absolutely hate the fact that Dave Chappelle is in this movie. Why? Really? Because he is not believable as a hardened criminal. No, he's I not. don't believe that he would just set a dude on fire. He told me he loved me. Yeah, like I no, I was so happy when he fell out of the plane. No, it's it, raining, Dave Chappelle. It is. It is a they did not follow the protocol of these are all the worst of the worst hardened criminals being transported into the first like max prison because what about the Sally can't dance effeminate yeah what did he do horrible stereotype the gay guy yeah trans guy or whatever yeah yeah Um, what did yeah yeah what was his crime did he drive and kill his girlfriend those nails ew girl (laughs) well that dress he puts on later did not work for his figure (laughs) yeah. I don't know where I was going, but so, uh, I have the, the runway was really short. <laughs> <laughs> the pacing in this I have is just '90s action garbage. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a night, it's like a two-hour music video. It really is. For what band? With guitar stings in the score throughout the entire. Yeah. Hard Target did that too. It's '90s action pacing where it's fuck the story buzzword 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 yeah. action fight explosion buzzword buzzword buzzword. Uh, well, the story is all like just compressed, like you said in like the first seven minutes. Like, oh, I'm gonna kill this guy. Oh, you're in jail, and then oh, and we're, in then, a, we're on a plane. We're on a plane. It feels <laughs> like they had the the kernels of two different movies. There's like a really cool, serious, dramatic piece where a soldier is convicted of a crime that he really shouldn't have been convicted of and then has to do 10 years for it. And that would have been a cool, meaty character piece for somebody mm-hmm. that's a talented actor. And then they had this dumbass comic book WCW type Legion of Doom on a plane. But again, <laughs> I think for me, it's just the suspension. Like I just have to take out all sense your of brain. logic. You take your brain. Like, out. I am just in I it get that. for explosions and like, you know, Dude's getting hit on bridges, and like Nick Cage eventually shows up in a white tank. Top. Okay, that's what I'm here for. It. All right, Jamie. How many how many cons had nicknames? Oh man, so many. There was Diamond Dog. Hold on, so I you're wrote. You're gonna count them all out, or you're gonna read them off? Let her read them out. Okay, so I didn't get them all by any means, um, but I know that Ving Rhames was Diamond Dog. Apparently, he wrote a book about his life in prison. And Denzel's up for diamond, the role. Diamond, <laughs> diamond Dog wrote a They're talking to Denzel yeah. for in the, the part. In the movie, he supposedly He's wrote diamond a Diamond Dog. He wrote a dog. He wrote a book. He wrote a dog. He wrote a dog. He wrote a dog. He wrote a book on a dog, and then they printed it. So there's Diamond Dog. 
Um, there's Johnny 23, which is Danny Trejo. So he says, "Gonna go get the papers, 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 get the papers." This is terrible. And he says, "You should call me Johnny 600 if they knew the truth." Doesn't have the same ring to it. That was actually a good response. Yeah, it just doesn't have the same ring to it. Dave Chappelle is pinball. Also terrible because he's deaf, dumb, and blind kid. Cyrus the virus, like really? That sounds like you're in third grade making fun of like. Miley Cyrus. It's so that's stupid. That's a terrible it's nickname. Stupid. Because he's done it all. Cyrus, that doesn't make any sense. The virus. Come up with a better last name he's and come up with something to rhyme with it. Seven life sentences or whatever. Yeah. Okay, that's five. Oh, and then the um, I didn't write this one down, but the the green that gets Gar- on Garland Green, Garland Green, who gets on um, he in Carson is City, the Marietta Mangler. Um, all right, you have at least. Two more. Okay, so I don't know the pilot's name um, because I just called him Lemmy because he looks like Lemmy. <laughs> he does look like Lemmy. <laughs> so I just wrote down Lemmy. His his nickname was Swamp Thing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, that. you're Swamp Thing, huh? <sighs> and, and then, then the Sally... last one is the guy who was pretty much, I need insulin. Bubba Gump is Baby O. Baby O. Eight. Oh, I didn't catch that one. It was v- at the very beginning. Okay. I don't know if it was if he actually had the name or if it was just in the script. Ah. The number nine that I put down was Sally Can't Dance, which was the trans person, the trans homosexual, yeah. gay guy, what, whatever. Gay guy, right? The yeah. insensitive stereotype. That one, yeah, he's nice. I'm Sammy insensitive stereotype. Doesn't really have a nice ring, ring to, to it. it. Let's well, uh, but... keep workshopping that one, Sally. <laughs> Did the bomb in that they found in Cyrus's cell remind you of like uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance? Which bomb? The, the only that, bomb that went off in Cyrus's old cell. I, after know, he was but being what did it, I don't remember. What did it, it look like? It was two liquids that kind of merged oh. together. That's what it reminded me of. Did it remind you of that, Jamie? It didn't. It didn't. I was just like, sweet. What's your favorite? He you booby trapped it, and it was it was so good. Did it, it remind so you of two different levels of liquid shit mixing together to make this movie? Yes. <laughs> I was more concentrating on the fact that I just don't buy John Cusack as this hardened as anything as, as a U.S. Marshal guy. Man. Yeah, like he's all like, "Yeah, this is my plane. We're gonna do this." And I'm like, "Ah, you kind of look like Chandler Bing." Could he be could, any more annoying? Could his <laughs> suit be any any more big? It's a very billow- it's a very time, billowy like, suit. It's very '90s. I don't buy John Cusack. Could he as be wearing any more sandals? There's, there's, I mean, <laughs> Oh, he did rock they the sandals. They showed his in sandals this. before they showed anything ah, else. Yeah. Oh, man. And he's in those sandals for the entire movie. He's riding a motorcycle later in those sandals. You can't run in sandals. Do you honestly believe that that T-shirt would have been legible after somebody has dropped 20, 15,000 feet from an airplane for Don't they ball? make this horrible no. racist joke when he falls down, too? I don't know. What I was it? I don't remember that. I don't remember the joke they make when Chappelle... Oh, he ain't a... They're talking about a bird shitting on the windshield. No, they... Really somebody after. somebody fell on the thing, like, well, it's probably a prisoner, or... It was it, like well, the it sure ain't from a, X-Files. No, he said it sure ain't a rocket scientist. Basically, like, only a black dude can be a prisoner. Black dude can't be a rocket scientist. It was Ouch. something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember that. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to Fighting racial commentary. I'm going to drop that clip in right here. Yeah, it fell out of the sky. I don't think he's an astronaut. <laughs> I don't remember this. <laughs> under under what does it work? I have Cyrus the virus. Are we supposed to be scared of this guy because his name rhymes? No, you're He's, supposed to be scared of him because he tried to kill the president a few years ago in um, in a good movie. In a good movie. In name only, it's a carbon copy, a ripoff of Hannibal the Cannibal. 
That's the oh, only. Fair re- that's the only reason it rhymes. And Malkovich Correct. is a good actor the way Anthony Hopkins is a good actor. The difference, friends, is that Anthony <laughs> Hopkins is... plays a rhyme name serial killer in a good movie. <laughs> uh, John Malkovich plays one in this. I hope he got paid well. Everybody. They probably all got paid well because this movie yeah. was like $75 million. I hope they all had fun. 75. I hope they got paid well. In 1997, it was $75 million. Yeah. This is, I now, think... granted, they made money, too, because like, I've always started to put in like – what it cost and what they made domestically and worldwide. <clears throat> domestically, it made a little bit more of its money back. Worldwide, it made like two hundred and twenty-four. So it was not, it was not not a uh, success. <laughs> I uh, instead of what doesn't work, I wrote what what does work, and I, I said that like clearly everybody that was on this movie knew they were probably making a stupid what? golden turd, and they clearly got paid. What doesn't work, Burke? <laughs> Well, what does work? Bruckheimer's paychecks, they cash really well. Yeah. Is there money? They won't bounce, right? <laughs> no, they they, don't they got paid. They had fun. and I feel like um, Danny Trejo and Ving Rhames kind of became friends. Like, in my head, that's what they're doing. Is they're like these hard badasses hey, do doing any, filming. Do you know any women that – Yeah, because like, Johnny 23 is like the worst character in, in all of the villains. He's like the worst. He's terrible because – Who – He's a I'm serial like, rapist? Would, well, yeah. No, because he's taking his mind off the task at hand, which is going to Mexico in this plane full of criminals. And he's like, oh, but first I want to bang this prison guard. Like, I want to be Johnny 24. Yeah. Well, banging a prison guard makes it sound like she's into it. Oh, she's not. <laughs> I'd love to see the buddy picture of uh, Danny Trejo and Ving Rhames. Give those two a like $50,000 Do check. they even talk together in the movie, though? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, either. but I'll no. Be- <clears throat> give those two $50,000 cash. Split it. 50-50, and then send them to Vegas for the weekend. Follow them with a the camera. Let's they see, can't sleep. Just see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. I don't I, think Ving Rhames sleeps that. anyway. I would watch that. I think he, he reps Arby's. I think he sleeps a lot. He gets like a lot of roast. Yeah. He's got the meats. He He's does have the meat. meat. <laughs> so does Johnny 23. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. The meat naps. <laughs> I have no idea why I've written it here, but I have The Last Mohican is Burning Man. I wrote that down all three times I watched the movie. Be- what does that mean? Because he's the guy next to him is an Indian, and he sets him on fire. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. The last Mohican you know is whole... burning, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch that. I have oh. it as the last Mohican is burning, man. Like, <laughs> Oh, no, like, dude's on fire, and I'm going to say it incredulously because I don't want people to think that I set the fire, which he did. No, that's, okay, that's, okay, that's a great, that's Mohican actually, is burning, man. that might be my favorite line. I don't know if I have that later, but. So if they check everybody's mouth, how do they not see, like, the floss hanging somewhere between, like, his gullet and his tooth? Who's, yeah. who's gullet? Well, Chappelle. He, Chappelle, because he had to pull out – Pinball had to pull out, like, the lighter fluid or whatever was in the – like, that little the, bit and the, and the one match. Out of his throat? Yeah. You didn't see that? He's a, I'm oh, sure man, I saw it. makes it, me but, gag every time yeah, I watch it. Yeah. It's, oh. uh, but I've yeah. blocked it. How many times does Poe actually mention that it's his uh, – daughter's birthday in this so movie. many times as long as i get home for my daughter's birthday shut up and put the yeah. fucking how many times on. needs Just to be it. mentioned once no he one mentions cares. it like five times once Ugh. it's your birthday today happy birthday it is my birthday happy birthday thanks hummingbird um, where's my fucking rabbit is anybody gonna get me a rabbit for my birthday no no <laughs> how common is it to have that much propane at an abandoned uh, airfield I mean, have you ever been to an abandoned airfield? I don't know, but I'm thinking. Have you ever seen Cthulhu? You don't know what Cthulhu looks like. He might they have usually six just arms. die after they see him. <laughs> no, it's just there's so much propane. 
Like he turns it, on, they turn on all of the little tanks. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, you sounded like Donald Trump just then. <laughs> so much propane. So the, the, most, the most propane. The most propane. They had the most propane. At the most abandoned. Con Air airfield. had the most propane ever. And that's an American movie. Go America. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, my notes are, uh, believe it or not, this movie was so bad for me. Your, mo- it was your notes hard, are thin. It was hard for me to take notes. It on was this. hard at first as well. <laughs> Uh, my favorite scene was uh, Chappelle uh, dropping out of the plane. It's it, it, by today's standards, it's a bad uh, effect shot, but it is. It's, it's pretty. Could funny. they make that dummy look even less like him? No, that's hanging and they out made there. It a, they could have like, made it. Like couldn't guy. paid one more day for him to be on set to be the dummy that's stuck <laughs> to be the in guy the in air the gear. <laughs> like the wheel couldn't pull in, and so oh pinball. Oh, I liked him. I liked you pinball. Said you, you said you didn't like him in this. No, that's what um, Cyrus the Virus said. Oh, I liked pinball. Uh, in his little stewardess voice, you know, that he uses, like, hey, gentlemen, welcome to Con Air. Where he's, like, clearly making fun of the fact that they're on, oh, on an airplane. Did on you, a doomed I, airplane I, full of criminals. I, you're right. I didn't get that they were on an airplane. Are you sure? I didn't. You no. didn't realize they weren't on the jailbird? Is it called Con Air or the jailbird? So it's called the jailbird. But the really, in the real bird is called. See, that's where this movie fucks up, too, man. They get Do you think this many... movie would have been better if they just called it The Jailbird instead of Con Air? A jailbird or Con Ladies Air. and gentlemen, welcome to Con Air. I think they should have called it My Tyson Yahtzee after that one line. Cyrus, your barbecue smells good. Oh, is it a person? <laughs> no. When he was trying to like talk, I'm like, hey, man, Cyrus, this is your barbecue, and it smells good. But uh, when he's trying to be southern and stupid. And he, he his horrible lines. So Nicholas he Cage? equates yeah, the entire says, thing yeah, to a barbecue. I always say that because it's in my head from two days ago. Look, Cyrus, <laughs> I know this is your barbecue, and it smells good. Yeah, he does say that. He does say that. Nathan needs to eat you guys. He's getting rammy. <laughs> Did anybody order pizza? You're turning into pizza. You're turning into Bart's it's elephant. Pizza, again. Steve. You're turning into Bart's elephant again. You're Bart's elephant. <laughs> That's new. That's gonna be a new bit. Nathan is turning into Bart's elephant. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, f- I forgot that. So either either way, Jailbird would have been a good title or Con Air. But what this movie, where this movie fucks up, is they have too many little nicknames for shit and too many nicknames for the cons. Yeah, so and many too nicknames. many characters. Like if you've got so Cyrus many. the Virus, he's your Hannibal Lecter guy. He's the mastermind Uberalis. Why are you bringing in? A lot of people don't like his performance in this movie. I don't either. You don't want to know why? Because apparently we've been changing the script like every other day. So he didn't know what he was walking into on the day of shooting from yeah. what I kind of I also read that. <laughs> he was super pissed because he, he had was no idea pissed. what was going to happen That's why his character huh. is up or down depending on the scene without any logic why then to did it. They, why then did they bring in Steve Buscemi's character? Yeah. I, don't know. I think that character could have not existed. And yeah. You could have cut the this, film down a little bit and that whole weird scene in the swimming pool with the little girl and the... Where he then doesn't kill her? Yeah. I'm like, the whole time I'm like, is he going to do something inappropriate to this is child? Is he going to wear her head as a hat? Yeah. And I was almost disappointed that he didn't because she started singing i really was annoyed with that they could have made they could have taken his character and rolled it into cyrus agreed and made it better and yeah. they could have taken some of cyrus's leadershipness and given it to ving rames well it's gonna suck when i play my favorite scene Fuckers, come on! when this is over so are you you little prick <laughs>
divine irony. Bunch of idiots dancing on a plane to a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. Well, according to dictionary.com, the app I have on my phone, <laughs> the definition of irony uh, is the use of words to convey a meaning that is the opposite of its literal meaning. Example, the irony of her reply, how nice, when I said I had to work all weekend. Yes, but visually, it was ironic. Now, Sally Don't Dance is very clearly dancing at the front of the plane. Yeah. yeah Sally See, can't an dance. ironic nickname. See? Sally can't dance, yet she's dancing. Look at there. Good liar. for her. Good for her. Fucking liar. In a dress that she just rummaged out of some random, like, suitcase at this abandoned airfield. With all the propane? Yeah. Propane and dresses. And, and, and empty swimming pools with and dumb one kids. abandoned five-year-old? Where is that kid's parents? I don't know, but what about the They're guy? Working. Well, maybe her dad was the guy that was underneath the truck with Nick Cage. Or, yeah, the pastor from uh, Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Reverend Garland? Reverend Garland? It was Garland. Whoever right? it was, he's like, I got a piss. That's all I remember him saying. Yeah. I was like, you know what that line would have been? I, was like, I shit my pants. I just shit myself. So I didn't feel like the airfield was properly explained to me. Like, was it just abandoned suddenly because there's still laundry it on the... Sudden, it wasn't a sudden abandon. There is a lot of rust there. I mean, but they left all their propane. <laughs> they must have left in a hurry. Can you imagine how many grills? <laughs> you know how much could have been used? you know how much you could... Uh, th- that propane could be used in the manufacturing of uh, crystal meth. <laughs> so it hasn't been abandoned for long. Resources. Fair enough. Because the meth heads... Haven't the, infiltrated. They move, in quicker than, they move in quicker than cockroaches. They meth do. heads do. And, and bacteria. I don't know the point of that scene other than the scene it, in the swimming pool or the scene where the, 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 the swimming pool, that landing, like he's, he's matured. You know what? The Marietta Mangler has matured as a person. He doesn't feel the need to kill people anymore or yeah. these little girls and wear them as hats. Cause later in the movie, he's obviously at a casino gambling. Spoiler. He somehow got away out of all of this. The Marietta I, Mangler. Yeah. yeah See, he, he should be Cyrus the virus. He is the smartest individual that's there. He is. Because he does he the least knows, amount of interaction with everybody. And he kind of knows what irony means. He, underst- he understands. He knows He knows how to read a dictionary. <laughs> Lemmy knows how to drive a plane. Yeah, Lemmy knows <laughs> I don't how to know. fly. Well, the other, irony th- the other ironic thing about all of the other irony thing, the other ironic thing is actually crash the plane. They don't. Mm-hmm. Travis, do you have a favorite quote? Um, let me, I had a favorite line and it was Dave Chappelle falling out of the plane. (laughs) I don't have a favorite quote. Justice, do you have a favorite quote? Oh, I have several. I got Um, two, so I'll let you go. Are they clips by any chance or are they? Um, no, I just wrote down the, wrote down my favorite quotes. Okay. What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to save the fucking day. (laughs) The second one, hold on one second. Let me find it. Um. I'm going to show you there is a God. Oh yeah. There are only two men I trust. One is me and the other's not you. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> Motherfucker. But then later in the movie, he says to John Cusack's character, there are now three men I trust. And then Larkin responds, am I one of them? No. Which completely <laughs> ruined the line. Yeah. It would have been such a better moment if, if he just said there are now three. Anything. Yeah. yeah that's who, it. Was, who was it then? So we don't know. We never know. One is me. The I'm other's gonna not I'm going to guess his daddy. Probably. See, and I was kind of proud of him because I figured being from Alabama and his character, it would be like, Jesus. Jesus, Lord and Savior. But he just said the other's not you. And I only, thought that was a great line. There's only three men I'm going to love all my life. My daddy, Nebraska, and Poe. Lady Gaga, I'll cut it out. It's fine. <laughs> My daddy, Nebraska, and Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, yeah. It's okay. If you didn't get it, no one else is going to get it. I did not get that one. You are not our like, core audience for this podcast. I was like, so. um, Neither is anybody who listens like, this to is Lady Gaga. Alabama. This is set in Alabama. I don't know about Nebraska. <laughs> uh, and what is your third favorite quote? I'll give you three. You give you your top three. Okay. Um, when they're kind of outlining their attack plan at Lerner Airfield, and the one guy goes, what's that? And Cyrus goes, 
that's a rock. (laughs) (laughs) Get it? It's a nod to the movie that I produced last year. My name's Jerry Bruckheimer. The Rock. And he drops it. God damn, you gotta eat, dude. (laughs) Look, I told you to order food a while ago. You just ignored me. You just ignored me. I'm not hungry. I told you I wasn't hungry. And you said I could make it through the first half. And here you are shouting like a hungry low blood sugar bear into the microphone. Eat me. I'm just... (laughs) Uh, I don't have I don't have a favorite line. Mine I didn't think you did. Falling. What's your favorite? <laughs> your, line? your favorite line was Chappelle falling <laughs> from the play. It was good. It was a good effect. It was great. I only I had two. One was I despise rapists. For me, you're somewhere between a cockroach and that white stuff that accumulates at the corner of your mouth when you're really thirsty. But in your case, I'll make an exception. Oh, mung. Oh, that was pretty good. That's though. a visceral one. That's a good, that's, that's a good line. The other one was. Uh, was Buscemi is Garland Green. It's like, what if I told you uh, Insane was working 50 hours a week in some office for 50 years, and at the end they tell you to piss off, ending in some retirement village, hoping to die before suffering the indignity of trying to make it to the toilet on time? Wouldn't you consider that to be insane? He had some good lines. There's some good peppered-in dialogue I would in a lot of the shit. Fortunate. Yeah. There were some killer Garland Green. There were some killers on a plane. That's correct. (laughs) Yeah, Garland Green is the most disposable character that would make this story like shorter. But he kind of had some of the best stuff in the movie. Yeah, this this movie would have paired well with Snakes on a Plane. I actually have that written down as a similar to title. Oh, Oh, damn! Yeah, shouldn't have said that. You jumped the gun. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) They were almost like both made on a dare. Let's see if we can actually make this shit you know, storm that, happen. You know that's how snakes on a plane. I see Bruckheimer. Right? No. yeah, that was made on the dare. Someone said it was like based off of his a uh, line that he should say, and then they Something put like it that, into yeah. the script. We should do that after they made it. You know what we should do? We'll get Samuel L. Jackson and get snakes on a plane. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. I just happen to have Samuel L. Jackson on the phone here. I don't have Samuel L. Jackson. What you want, motherfucker? <laughs> What does it come up on your phone? Bad motherfucker. Bad motherfucker. What else? If you had a magic wand, what would you change about this movie? I would put Chappelle more into this movie. <laughs> because it needs comic relief? It like need, direct I, comic I relief? I love that most of his lines, from what I heard, were actually ad-lib, and I think that he needs to be in about 30 The last Mohican is burning! Yeah. Most of his he lines were ad-lib, about, for sure. Okay. He needs to be in more of this movie. He's... I, See, I, I think it cheapens him to be in this movie. Really? Yeah. I guess just because yeah. you don't like Con Air. I don't. It's a white trash movie. It is, and it, it just tarnishes his armor to be in it. Anyway, what, what's your magic wand? My magic wand is literally cast anybody else as John John Cusack's character. I really, really hate him in that role. Charlie Sheen. Ooh, Charlie Sheen would be good. Charlie I Sheen hadn't thought about Sheen. Is he Poe or Larkin? He's Larkin. Vincent, Vince Larkin or something. Like Vince that. Larkin. It yeah. fucks me up because there's a really cool band called Larkin Poe. <laughs> nice. I swear they took that. I know they took their name from this. Oh, they're really good. If you guys, uh, seriously, take a second. Check out Larkin Poe. Really cool. Uh, I believe they're sisters. Uh, just a duo. Maybe that's thing. their name. It's not their name. There's no way. No. Sorry. So your magic wand. Anybody else other than John Cusack? I would change his shoes. His shoes really, <laughs> really bothered me. Wrote that the, down at least twice. You didn't like the sandals? Did not like the, the sandals. The sandals bothered you so much, I wrote it down twice. I wrote it down twice. Um, so yeah, those are my two. And I'd shorten it. It's way too long, even for me. After I love the plane a good lands, there's 15 more minutes, and there doesn't need to be. Yeah, the end is 
elongated a little much. In my I don't need to see Cameron Poe mm. on a motorcycle. Well, and the best part about that scene is he looks so much more badass than John Cusack. Like, John Cusack looks like he does not belong on a motorcycle. And Nick Cage is like, can you tell me any time that John Cusack is You look badass. more badass than John Cusack <laughs> right now in your crop top little Conway Twitty t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you pissed. I'm more scared of you than I am John Cusack. Fair enough. Um, my magic wand is a quick one. And I did what I always do. I go... <laughs> <laughs> I go John Hughes, and Lloyd Dobler grew up. Not because he wanted to, because he had to. <laughs> no longer kickboxing. <laughs> Lloyd Dobler from uh, Say Anything? Yeah. yeah. I don't process anything or sell anything. anything. <laughs> process. <laughs> okay. Uh, life forces you to make choices, man. And that's, that's how Lloyd... He seems okay. He seems happy with his choices. Yeah. And the other thing I would do, I would combine that. H.I. McDonough finally did that 10-year prison term upstate finally got 10 years for robbing huggies <laughs> it's, a combi- it's a combi it's a combi we'll be taking the huggies and uh, any cash you got any in the cash you got <laughs> the register i i make it a sequel-ish sequel and a combination of universes of say anything and raising, raising arizona. arizona that's fair john cusack is just on the airstrip like with a big radio over his head <laughs> hey you guys want to hear sweet home alabama and that's what we'll be playing <laughs> yeah. Home Alabama yeah. instead of uh, In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. <laughs> uh, see? We've already fucking banged out a better movie. See? That's my magic wand. Yeah. Jamie, what doesn't work? So the whole thing for me is Nicolas Cage's accent. It's really, really bad. Also a little upset that they kind of just glossed over the incarceration at the beginning. Like the idea well, we'll that like you should have known better because you're a trained fighter. Like that's a PR nightmare, locking up a veteran for something maybe, like that. Maybe he wasn't a trained fighter. Maybe he was like radar from MASH. Maybe he was just like a fucking office boy in the army. <laughs> he just got Sorry, lucky. I can't kick ass. I just, just get signatures really quickly. He got Klinger on later, you know, it's because he was in the dress. <laughs> <laughs> So accent doesn't work. The accent we does not work. So of all this asinine, incredulous movie, it's... you put all that to bed. You understand that. Yeah, I get that. Cool. Like Hulk Hogan being a good guy. Sure. You know it's not real. Okay. I feel like he didn't even have a coach. He traveled to Alabama to try to perfect his accent. Did he forget his ears? fucking kidding me? I am not kidding you. He actually worked to perfect that accent. That's him working at it. That's his on the day ready to do the accent. Mm-hmm. All right, no, I'm cool. What's what doesn't work for you, Nathan? Are you sitting down? <laughs> Almost always. How many do you have? All right, I have five. Okay, that's tame for you. The fr- yeah, it is. Okay, where is Cameron located at the end of his prison sentence? On the plane. Before he's on the plane, he gets out of a bus. Where Where is he? I have no you joke have for that. No, I have no, I have no yeah, idea. You have no idea. He do just comes know? off of that. He does that dumb fucking look on his face when he looks at the sun like, oh, vitamin D, you're and my then best his, friend. And then the wind ruffles through his mullet. And God, that is the rattiest mullet. They don't say, but in order to transport Cyrus, who's located in Vacaville, California, which is where north Nance of, in north Northern, of, Northern California. North of Whittier. Yeah. Poe is most likely imprisoned at San Quentin, which is... Yeah. Ouch. Okay. They've created a new prison in Alabama. Yeah. And it's just called Alabama. It's, it's just called Alabama. <laughs> they built a wall 50 feet high around the entire border of the state. You live you, here now. The entire state is out. Al- the entire prison is the entire state of Alabama. But he's going home. I mean, you even hear Cusack's character say he's a parolee hitching a ride home. He doesn't say to Alabama, but he's. And just real quick, before I go any further, to all of our listeners in Alabama, I just want to say, I'm sorry. 
We love you. It's okay. But you should leave. Get yeah, get out quick. Depending Just on where drive you into are. the ocean. <laughs> Depending on where you are. Get in your car, port your titties south, and hit on the gas. Do it now. Do it today. Uh, his where where are his wife and daughter? Where are they supposed to be? Waiting for him to come home. I just assumed they were in Alabama. The promised Correct. land. Okay. Al- Alabama. Right. If that's true, then how the fuck do they magically show up in Cusack's office somewhere in Northern California? Well, the one guy comes and gets them, and I just assumed that they flew them. To- Five and a half to six hours <laughs> to Northern California? Well, I mean, the guys were pulling They're sitting on a plane. there. They got... Balloons or something like "Welcome Home, Daddy." So it's like, it's like "Welcome Home, Broly." It's like a hoodoo, husker do, switcheroo, like at the end of Silence of the Lambs. Like yeah. he, he's going home to see them in Alabama. This movie takes place in one day, and they've gone to NorCal, but it only feels like five. Right. Uh, it, it watches like it's a miniseries, but it's only two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to my uh, similar equal film, no, uh, I, North and South. No, so kidding. just how does how does the U.S. Marshal Service? Get them all the way to California in that time span. Do you want to know how? I'll tell you how. My fucking tax dollars. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> Magic. Jailbirds. Uh, I put down here number two. Camera Poe had to have the worst court-appointed attorney. <laughs> like, bro, we know that we were, like, You're hitting on. on your wife, but... His lawyer, without talking to the DA and everybody else, just says, you need to plead guilty, man. Just plead guilty. It's like Eileen Wernos' attorney. Maybe one at the most. And then they give him ten. Seven to ten. Yet OJ gets off free. Uh, Number three, that's not how uh, airport transporters, uh, transponders work. You can't just like take it off one plane and put it on another plane? Apparently the air traffic control will actually see that as two on top of each other or right next to each other, meaning that there's an imminent crash supposed to happen and they would have alerted everybody. Okay, I was actually curious about that because I was like, because there's going to be a transponder on the Bob Steenick Tours plane, so... You're going to remember this for the rest of your life, guys. What, when those two, like, Blackhawks come in? <laughs> I'm trying very hard not to make a 9-11 joke here. How's that going? All right, continue, so far. Continue talking. <laughs> Number four, there's no way that landing the jailbird on the Vegas Strip wouldn't have resulted in at least 100 to 200 deaths and 250 casualties. Easily. Who directed it? Zack Snyder? That's a 9-11 proportion. We're not landing. We're crashing. <laughs> uh, and number five, and lastly, there's just a little too much electric guitar stinging in the uh, musical score and the usage of the word Negro. Do they say Negro? Oh, they I'm do say it several times. They along, say Negro, not along the with honk. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's just a little. This. I mean, I understand. So, what's the point of mixing the two? Is a white guy saying the word Negro and then white guys guy? are saying Negro? Okay, and then Ving Rhames and Chappelle are very well, or especially Chappelle. And if you've ever watched any of his stand-up, he has no problem Who? with. Yeah, Chappelle. Who's Dave? Dave Chappelle, the comedian. The comedian. Pinball. Yeah. Pinball? Pinball. <laughs> hey, Nathan's leaving, you guys. <laughs> I'm done. Bye. Fuck this podcast. Fuck y'all. Where are you going, buddy? Like I need to tell you. Like you are. I'm still recording. Like you don't know. <laughs> Nathan just fucked off out of the room, man. (laughs)
I'm done with this episode. He's, That's how much he hates Con Air. He's back. Deuces. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Uh, you had one more thing that doesn't work, Jamie. Oh, the pregnancy timeline. Like he gets locked up when she's six months pregnant. But when Ex- he- well, when he comes home. She's supposed to be two. Don't defend this pregnancy timeline. So it's fucking probably, garbage. Even if you add five more months, it's she's still got two months left before he gets locked up. Okay. I would that of all of the things that to me seems more believable. Jamie, you have a woman's body. We don't. Does it work that way? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Come on. Do I look like I have? I just said the kid singing the Jesus song in the pool was annoying as fuck. I'm not a maternal person. <laughs> Uh, no, that 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 always bothered me too. Like, so she, so he he went away for ten years, right? Somewhere he served between his, he seven served and his, ten. He served his full. Okay, let's assume he served seven. Even if I think it was eight. I think he says it's been eight even years. Even if she's seven years old and he served about eight, either way, he gets released on her birthday. In case you did not remember that, my daddy's coming home on July fourteenth. My he, birthday's July fourteenth. My daddy's coming home. My daddy's gonna tell everybody on this plane and this bus that my. Why are you my, two attacking me with this little bitch's quotes <laughs> about her? fucking life do you think as soon as he got off the bus or plane or car or motorcycle or whatever and heard that little bitch talk he didn't go well she's got to be a bitch why you why why is it her fault take because she's trash she's born trash you know how maggie from million dollar baby maggie from million dollar baby but she knew one thing she was born trash at least maggie knew she was born trash hummingbird didn't know she was trash trash that don't know it's trash is danger you put danger in Alabama where it belongs. You know what you do? You put danger in a corner. <laughs> and then you get the fuck out of the bar. <laughs> I got a flight to catch. I'll be I swear to Christ, if I got off of a bus from prison for 10 years and I heard my That's daughter. That's why danger lost the war. And I, heard my daughter, and I heard my daughter talk like that. I would say, take me back. Cut the mullet. Do whatever, braid it. Do whatever you got to do. Take me back. When I was finishing my notes, I mean, I kid you not, I was going back and looking to how far San Quentin was from Vacaville, from Carson City, and then oh, where Oh, Vodkaville. Nevada. I've been to Vodkaville a time or two. <laughs> it's vodka. It's Vodkaville. Vodkaville is. Take a shot of vodka. Was it, how many thousands of miles is it between well, Alabama and... Between San Quentin is very much in the uh, San Francisco Bay zone. And then you go to Vacaville, it's... Closer to Sacramento, Russia, and then five hours from Sacramento, Vacaville to Carson City, which is like on the you northwest. Keep, you like keep saying Vacaville, and you sound like a drunk dude saying Vodkaville, 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 and Vacaville. That's a Vacaville. Vacaville. <laughs> it's Vacaville, and then it's quite a ways down to Vegas. All right, so. somewhere between those two is the Ben and Airfield with all the propane. We're. G- <laughs> With all the unused propane. What if Hank Hill just walked out from... <laughs> so all of a sudden, it was an, an animated cameo. Hey. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. But just him. Just Hank Hill. Just one animated cameo. Just animeo. Uh All right. Fuck it. We're going to recast this movie. I did two. I did Larkin and I did Poe. Because Larkin, Poe. Rock on. Okay. Uh, should I go first? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, for Larkin, Al Pacino. Ooh. I like that one. But, what era? Uh, what? I'm gonna go like Sin of a Woman. Okay, like right. starting to shout his lines all the time, but still got a foot in the 70s. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, I get that. Uh, and for Poe, I went Kurt Russell. Well, I like Kurt Russell. That's how you. I like Kurt Russell too. <laughs> I cast it almost for mullet alone, but Kurt Russell could pull the campy better than Nicolas Cage because he did. He did one of the best Elvis impersonations. 
He's oh, well. Kurt Russell did the Elvis impersonation in Forrest Gump. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. He did. I did not know. And that. he made a made-for-TV movie about Carp- Elvis, and that was directed by Carpenter. Forrest Gump. No, the that was Zemeckis. The Elvis Presley movie. It was a TV movie. Was it really? Yeah. Huh. I'd like to watch that. Yeah. I'll bet it's somewhere on Amazon. It's probably. That's that's my recasting because I I don't I wouldn't doom anyone else to be in this piece of shit. Here's a nice piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you recast in this movie? Okay, so Justice. I decided that I would recast Nicolas Cage's accent as Delta Burke. <laughs> <laughs> so you would just do ADR with Delta Burke? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I would want to watch that. <laughs> Does it star everybody in Designing Women or just, just Delta Burke? Just Delta Burke. Re- would recast the four main parts with the voice actoring, actoring voice actresses. Yeah, I Anybody? think I would probably put, this seems a little cliche, but I think I would put Samuel L. Jackson in place of Dave Chappelle, just because he's more believable as someone who does right. any a, of the things. As a criminal. Um, and then I think I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I would replace um, Larkin with Chandler Bing. So you would do Matthew Perry. Same yeah. suit. Yeah, same what? suit. Sandals? And it actually Never. works because the other agent or the other prison person Could is I the girl from the coffee prisoners? <laughs> the other agent is what? So the agent that is kind of his counterpart, the girl, she doesn't get much screen time, but no, she, she is the girl from the coffee shop on Friends. Oh, oh we I knew her face looked familiar. Yeah, Heather the, Featherstone. The, I think that's her name. You wrote her name down. Yeah. The, the we were a good way, way to credit a sister. Good for you. Yeah. To clarify, she's the we were on a break girl, right? Yeah, she's the girl from the coffee shop. That- her face looked familiar. I rem- she just looked so. I may have like noted that mentally, but I forgot. Okay, well that's great because I have an, a weird connection with Delta Burke. Nice. Okay, don't we all? <laughs> um, we should all have connection. I went post Vietnam, late seventies, early eighties vibe with my recasting. Gritty, so, gritty. Yeah. Okay. Less outlandish. Okay. Uh, with Cameron Poe, I went with Gerald McCraney. Nice. Okay. I thought when she said, Who is when married to Delta Burke? When she said Delta Burke, I thought he would be he would be good. As, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, with Cyrus Grissom, I went with Telly Savalas. <laughs> okay. Uh, with Diamond Dog, I went with Richard Trump, Richard Roundtree. Shaft. Yeah. You don't see him in a lot of villainous roles. Not that I can recall. I don't know a lot of his. I, I know his, him from Shaft, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> with Garland Green, I. I cast Anthony Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> Mother. With Pinball, I cast uh, Richard Pryor. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Can he be on then, fire when he drops out of the plane? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and then last but not least, um, Cusack's character, Vince Larkin, I cast as Jameson Parker from the brother from Simon Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Those who don't know... Simon and Simon weren't brothers in real life, but on television. <laughs> so that's where I went. So that's funny how mine that's made a, a connection re- to your Delta Burke. That's good yeah. recasting. Mine was garbage. If it hadn't come quickly, it was going to be two. Similar or equal film? And I, The word film I use very loosely. Movie. I said Hunt for Red October. Because <laughs> you're still kind of trapped on a vessel. You have the whole like, oh, we're in the air type thing. It's a good McTiernan movie. Is there a bad McTiernan movie? I'm sure there is. You know McTiernan, right? McTiernan did Die Hard and he did Predator. Ah, Anything yeah. else before or after, who gives a shit? But he did those three in a row. Did he? Who did Die Hard 2? Uh, your favorite, Rennie Harlan. That's why I don't fucking like Die Hard 2. Yeah, um, it's so much better than so, Die Hard 4 and 5. <laughs> it's a better movie. I'll give it. And we mentioned I, it earlier, but I really thought it sinks on a plane just because of the ridiculous nature and the plane. 
I would say that's similar. They're ridiculous. You you, you mentioned Hunt for Red October as a similar or equal film. I would call it a far superior film. It is a far superior. Those are good movies, but I was just thinking, like, the concept of being stuck on a. Yeah, sure. Yeah, stuck on a craft. You know what? I I like your recommendation. Mine also has Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage from the previous year called The Rock. Oh, that's a good one. It's also got Ed Harris. I think it's a more... I think the story is... Is that a Brokheimer, too? It is. Okay. It was the last one that he was able to produce with his producing partner that had passed during the production of that movie, which was Don Simpson. Mm-hmm. Who, and then Brokheimer Don Simpson did, did uh, Dirty Harry, right? Uh, no, that's Don Siegel. The other Don. Fuck. Don Simpson did a lot of stuff White with Brokheimer. White guys' names, he did a lot of stuff. Alike. He did a lot of stuff in the 80s like Beverly Hills Cop and Flashdance and stuff like that. Don Simpson and Brokheimer. Did Who those. directed The Rock? Uh, your favorite, Michael Bay. <laughs> it's the only Michael Bay movie that I actually enjoy. Maybe one other one on, on the list, but... So, my similar... I couldn't really... Um, put me on the spot, I would say Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> or Raising Arizona. Because just mesh the two and you get Con Air. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you do. This is either... Con Air is either Nicolas Cage unchecked or Nicolas Cage without a director that knows how to... Because he plays... after he he developed a drinking problem. He basically plays the same character... Well, he's not the same character. Like but. Alabama ate those two movies and shit out Conair. That's yeah. a bit. That's a really good way to describe Conair. But with like a chili, <laughs> with like a chili cheeseburger. Oh, that's the that's the definition of this movie. Alabama ate airplane and raising Arizona <laughs> and pooped out and ate Con a, and then a chili cheeseburger. And then <laughs> pooped out Conair. Should I with that? No, Nathan. I think you guys had you guys had a better. I, this, this movie is fucking garbage. Let's skip. You guys, does it still hold up? Final thoughts? What do you guys have? Uh, Jamie? Jamie, you're the guest. I don't yeah. think it holds up because of feminism. I think now women are like, fuck you, I can fight my own fights. I'll kill this guy in a parking lot. What if you recast it as, what if you recast Ronda Rousey? As Poe. As po. So are all the pro- So is it the is man it- that runs off? Who's pre- two months pregnant? Who does she kill? Whose honor is she defending? I mean, Her maybe own? maybe it's like a she does. They do like an in vitro fertilization thing, and then she's Ronda Rousey, and then honey, I took your DNA while you were in prison, and we're having a kid. Wait, honey, what? I'm sorry, huh? <laughs> Say what? I just that's why you spitball things. Okay, sorry. So, feminism doesn't work because yeah. So that's the reason. Um, otherwise, it holds up. There's explosions, some propane. pretty decent death scenes, a lot of propane. There's some good kills. There's some good kills. Yeah. I think the story itself probably, but the action movie itself. What are your final thoughts? Final thoughts is this is an amazing movie. I think that you That's just have it. to okay. you just have to take a step back. We'll take you that. Take it's yourself amazing. out of the ridiculous story and the plot line and all of the plot holes and the, the the logistics, and you just have to enjoy a good movie with a whole bunch of explosions and a lot of fighting. A lot and, of mullet. We didn't touch on the mullet too much. Really sexy mullet. We'll go into mullet sure. like ranking. Next, After the next one. Yeah. Well, I think it's well, important. Real, real quick, on a scale of Dalton mm-hmm. to a squirrel pelt, where does <laughs> Davy Crockett? Where does Poe's mullet rank? Oh man, that's like a Kentucky waterfall. I think that's on up there. So it's toward the top. It is because it's real greasy. So it's real trashy. So it's no, really Poe's, Poe's mullet isn't greasy. Poe's mullet is wispy. I mean, by the end, it's kind of greasy. It does get a little greasy towards the end because he's sweating some. Yeah, because that's when he he's gets absorbing, down. He's absorbing his own juices. He's marinating. Yeah. <laughs> so it's closer to a Dalton than a squirrel pelt. Yeah. Is it slow roast? <laughs> 
Does it still hold up, Nathan? Uh, what did I have here? Mm. No. <laughs> mm. I'll go. No. Mm. Fuck no. Fuck no, man. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that at my job. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even a fucking Travis movie. This movie is so far beyond. This is stupid. a Jamie movie. It is. That's a whole different classification. I think going forward, if we have a Jamie movie, she might, have Jamie. To, she might have to come in at least for okay. a few minutes. Even as a goof, this movie is fucking abysmal. <laughs> that's, that's too multisyllabic. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I think where I struggle with it is, were they trying to make a WWE-type movie where they're like, yeah. No. This I, is, I, but it was never, the 90s, dude. We were also a, whacked out on fucking Starbucks and Jolt Cola. We didn't know which end was up. And I, your, the look on your face says that you think that they thought they knew they were making a ridiculous movie. I hope that's the case. Um, Bruckheimer, if you notice, I, one of the things I also mentioned is that I think Con Air probably would have had the same flavor as The Rock because it's Bruckheimer. I think it would have had the same flavor as a bag of like flaming hot barbecue potato chips. Or Cheetos. So With that chili, chili dog, that Alabama shout out. <laughs> <laughs> dip it in Alabama chili dog. Isn't that like a butt sex move? Oh, this movie is an Alabama chili dog. <laughs> That's what the guys in the bar were gonna do. Oh, his I, wife I, <laughs> give her an Alabama chili dog. <laughs> so Isn't that called an Eiffel Tower? Not here in Alabama. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> uh, look, man, I didn't hate this movie. I didn't love this movie. I was dreading it when I after I after I watched Hard Target and went. <clears throat> Uh, I was like, man, you're like, wait, there's one that's worse. Hold on. it's. I think it's called Con Air is what you, kind of what you implied in your text message. I'm like, really? Uh, yeah. All right. I found myself, though, mildly entertained. Not like, yeah, not <laughs> I'm going to watch this three times. Jamie. <laughs> Fucking nuts. It was somewhere in between Travis, I hate, this is stupid, and Jamie, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Once the plane crashed, it should have been done. Yeah. Rather than let's get on a fire truck and chase this fire truck down on a couple of motorcycles, it did not work well for James Bond. It's got just enough action. Um, it's got some interesting villains that they kill almost all of them outside of the Lecter character, which just decides to which Lecter character? Oh yeah, he's kind of funny looking, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, as with most Bruckheimer productions, I wouldn't necessarily find myself looking to watch this anytime again soon. That's why I gave Jamie, as her birthday present, the copy of Con Air Prick. from 1998. Is it 98? DVD. Well, 97 is the movie. 98. 98, 99 DVD. Yeah. This DVD calls it a pure adrenaline rush. I felt a rush in my pants. <laughs> From an hot, Alabama was, chili dog. It was a hot fart, exactly. That's what it was. It was an Alabama chimi- chili dog. That I had earlier. I have nothing left to say about this movie. This it was uh, um, okay. quite possibly my favorite piece of trivia from this is that Kid Rock based American Badass on the Cameron Crowe <laughs> character. Get the fuck out of here. So in We're gonna be one recording world, the other half of this episode without Jamie, we could have just put Kid Rock really? in place of Cameron Poe. Oh my god, I fucking hated Kid Rock this morning when I woke up. I hate him so much more now. <laughs> the, I, there's extra reasons why. The I'm an American badass it's is Cameron based po- about the character in this movie. That's what IMDb told me. It's true. Now it's. 
It so is IMDb written. told me. Um, okay, she so, has spoken. <laughs> so the the lamented July 14th is my birthday. My day's coming home on July 14th. Thanks, Butterfly. Ugh. Hummingbird. Hummingbird, Butterfly, something tiny that flaps. Um, so July 14th is Bastille Day in France to is it, is commemorate it? the French Revolution. So that, you know, historical. Oh, you should totally dig this movie now, right? Yeah. You think they teach that in Alabama? They don't even teach them that France is a country until I was going to say, they don't even know that France exists. <laughs> they just go to Panera Bread and get a croissant, and that's it. <laughs> Man, what an exotic food item. <laughs> All right. Um, apparently, the body count is 43. Okay. Did you count it? Most of them just... are, I did. what, the military, like in the... This in the is scene a trap. where they're in, going down the gauntlet. With all the propane. Um, okay, so this is a bit of trivia that I just did on my own. Oh, you um, created your own trivia? So all right. when they are when the plane almost crashes into the giant propane tank and they're trying to dig it out and they get all the prisoners with the big ropes, whole time I'm like, how much does the plane weigh? I don't know that a group of humans, no matter how much time they've been. Yeah, like, that seems pretty illogical and impossible. So I looked it up. The average so this is based on a Boeing seven thirty seven. The average weight with um, cargo and gas is about 175,000 pounds. I was going to guess, but I guess. Oh. Or you going to guess? 30 tons, but I don't know what the math is on that, so. 30 tons is, what, 60,000 pounds? What does the computer say? <laughs> so I did look it up because I was curious as to how many, like, horsepower that would be to take to move it. And horsepower is calculated by one foot in one second. And if I did the calculations right, you would need 318 horses. To move that plane, and you've got like twenty prisoners, one of which is Sally. Don't dance, carrying this plane. So I feel like it was just. Diamond Dog isn't doing anything other than whipping everyone else. Yeah, he's got the whip. So yeah. you're saying now this that, is, that 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 part no, this is ruined the, the movie for her as yeah. much. <laughs> they need three hundred eighteen horses and not 60, 300 and, yeah and criminals. Sixty twelve guys disparately sized prisoners. Okay. Um. It's tattoo ratio depending on power <laughs> strength. <laughs> TTP, tattoo power. Um, so someone died during the making of this movie. Holy shit, like a crew member? Yeah, a crew member. He was rigging up a plane and the plane fell on him and it is dedicated to Phil Swartz and they actually credit him in the ending credits. I thought you were going to say he actually accidentally saw 30 seconds consecutively of this movie and just fucking died. <laughs> he just jumped off a cliff. <laughs> well, rest well, Phil Schwartz. I'm yeah. sorry you had to die making this colossal this movie. Yeah. Turd. And then two kind of interesting things. So the actual airplane, the jailbird, it was sold to a couple of private people. It was eventually sold to a um, company called All West Freight Company. Oh, can I guess? Jeffrey Epstein. It became the Lolita Express. <laughs> it's just hanging on a this tree. Plane did not crash. <laughs> this plane did not crash itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it did crash into Mount Healy in Denali National Park, and it did kill everybody aboard. This was in 2010. I think that it, I think oh, it was it, yeah. Um, and then finally, they were actually going to demolish the stands in Las Vegas anyway. And when they found that out, the film crew like jumped into action and wanted to catch the actual demolition. As you of, do. I can yeah. see that. Wait, wait, wait. We got 10 minutes. We can run this plane through this hotel. Yeah. Because it seemed like it went on forever. Just crashed into that. This whole movie felt like it went on forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I love shit like that. When they, they find like real world. Like they, yeah. that's not a special effect. Like right. Can you wait a couple right. of weeks <laughs> and then we're going to give you some money and then you can blow it up. Yeah. What isn't already taken down by the jailbird? You know what, young man? I like the cut of your jib. Handshake. <clears throat> Did you do trivia on Hard Target as well? 
I did not. You was, did, Trina. That was me. Okay. Yeah, that's why you sent the text going, we're going to learn so much. <laughs> I'm going to learn <laughs> no, so much. No, that's what it is. I'm going to learn so, so much. So is that all the trivia you had? Um, and I did find it interesting. Nick Cage actually did a lot of his own stunts. I yes. respect that. I respect Which that. I kind of get. Chuck like Norris. That. Chuck Norris. His, his accent, do I don't respect, but I'll respect his stunt work. <laughs> his, that his stunt, ac- I don't like. His accent did its own stunts. I did find it funny that he jumped through the window in the door, and then like a millisecond later, the entire door just blew up. No, I love that. I, I, I super dig that when an actor does their own, whether it's their own hubris, they don't want yeah. to seem like a pussy or they don't. Like, I can do this. Yeah, it's a somersault. It's a flying somersault through the air. With flames. Flames? And Inside of my mullet. I have nothing left to say about this movie. This It was uh, hard to note, hard to watch. Hard to fart. Even out. in an ironic sense. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? In the city of New Orleans, in a darker side of Dixie, away from the music and the lights, there's a new game in town. You'll be provided with a guide, trackers, and the weapons of your choice. I need to file a missing person report. The competitors are deadly. We pride ourselves in hunting only combat veterans, men who have the necessary skills to make our hunts more interesting. And they always win. You want to find your father? Get somebody who knows the city to show you around. Now, the opposition is about to get one last chance. What kind of a name is Chance? My mama took when? Friend Mr. Boudreaux, Silver Star, Marine Force Recon. He's obviously not someone we should underestimate. He's an annoying little insect. I want him stepped on hard. We need to get out of here now. Ladies first. What? These men will chase after you. You mad at you for business or pleasure? Both. Look at it this way. You're gonna get to meet Elks. Give it a rest, pal. Jean-Claude Van Damme is the hard target. You miss me? From internationally acclaimed action director John Woo. Hostile to be hunted! You tell me! Hard target. What are you drinking there, buddy? Still representing the 615. Repping the 615. <laughs> New Orleans is not in the 615. I don't know what their area code is. 666? <laughs> it's underwater, whatever it is. Oh. Oh. Thanks, climate change. What is this, 2007? <laughs> or five, or whenever that happened? Uh, continuing with our, our guest host, Al Gore. Um, <laughs> so, some similarities straight up. Mullets. Um, Mullets. Sweet mullets. Uh, tank tops. Mm-hmm. Tank tops. Yeah, yep. that is correct. Tank tops. Southern. At least. Uh, trap song. Okay. Crime. Crime. <laughs> <laughs> um, it could be argued that both of these movies are a crime. At least the accent is supposed to be French. Well, it's Creole. So it's, it's a Creole accent. Yeah, and Van Damme is—he's from Belgium, right? So, so he's that's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. I don't good discredit accent. his accent. Good accent. Yeah, yeah. I fucking 
love this movie. Finally something we can agree on. I I grew up watching Hard Target. Of course you did. I mean, not like every weekend, you know, probably like... How many times have you seen this movie? I I feel like I'm alone on this one. Like you guys are staring at me. No, I really like the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. This was the one we watched that was the inception of this... And Con Air. ...idea. Con Air was not the inception of anything. Please tell me about John Clon and his hard target that you like Did so you much. see those jeans? Those are not Chuck Norris action pants. There is no hidden crotch gusset in these jeans. <laughs> yeah, there's no gusset. These are dick out jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so you can look at his package as he's, like, kicking you off a dirt bike. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't... Uh, okay, so my first impressions. He doesn't listen to the podcast, and even if I tagged him on Facebook, he wouldn't He wouldn't do it. But my Chuck best, or No, my best, friend, my best friend Jake in eighth grade thought this was the coolest fucking movie, and he thought JCVD's mullet was the coolest hairstyle ever. So he went to get his hair cut like that, but he had just short hair. So he let his hair grow out a little bit and then got impatient and then went and had his hair cut. So he still didn't have long hair in the back. He just got his the front shaved, like not shaved, but the front like trimmed. <laughs> he had this puffy fucking oh, fucking, all business and no party. This all business no party. Well, a few guests arrived early, <laughs> fashionably early. <laughs> but like he would turn his head, and he had like this extra hair in the back, but not. It wasn't a mullet. It was like a pre mullet. It was it was so bad. <laughs> we fucking ragged on him so bad for it. He shaved, like he fixed it, like the next day. That's your hairstyle, Jake. Uh, that's my first impression. <laughs> my first impression was, uh, what have I gotten myself into? When Travis said, Dude, "We gotta, we gotta watch this." And this then, movie's so good. And then my second thought was, do you honestly expect Wolf of Brimley to show up in the third act of this film? <laughs> no, I, oh. I did not expect him to show up. My third thought was, if this entire movie was played at regular speed, it would be about an hour long. (laughs) (laughs) There is a lot of slow-mo, intentional and slow-mo, I'm in the editing room, let's go ahead and slow it down. Pre... Pre John Woo, John Woo. Well, John Woo, when he knows what he's doing, slow mo, like doing Hong Kong cinema stuff, he's purposefully shooting stuff in the higher speed rate. So when it plays slow, it's slow motion and it looks it's, good. It's, yeah. it's legit. It's the can we slow this one down too? Yes, but it's not going to look as good. Well, can we do that anyway? Yes, okay, fine. Can we have birds? Can we, do we have doves? Hey, yes. do, do we? It works. Justice, you're responsible for this fucking nonsense. <laughs> so, honestly, my first thought was, why are these guys on dirt bikes chasing Robin Williams? <laughs> oh, I'm over here at home. So I'm like, oh, oh I have to, oh, okay, okay. Oh. I saw dirt bikes, and I was like, okay, I'm on board. And then they're just hunting Robin Williams, which confused me. The pacing is super weird. Its pacing is odd. It's stylistic, but it's it with with but it Woo, doesn't hold most up. of the time. Spoilers, it is doesn't a, hold up. It is a style over substance is very much what he's going for. I want this to look cool, but why? I don't know, but I want this to look cool. Like One of the things I put down here is like, has Bourbon Street or the French Quarter ever been that empty and deserted when they're hunting humans? Well, to the first part of your question, yes. Somewhere right after Katrina. It was <laughs> In that, 2005, it was in empty. Like the fall. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to have to ditch the motorbikes. There's we got to get folks now. a lot <laughs> <Jet skis>. of water. <laughs> water World plus Hard Target. <laughs> yeah. Wet Target. That'd be a better name for it than that. Soggy target. <laughs> Drippy target. Okay, let's go back to wet. 
when, the, well, when they're chasing down Robin Williams, yeah. was it necessary to show him tripping over the trash cans in slow motion? It's to did make that him add to the character. It did. It makes him feel sympathetic. You feel you feel that well, no, bow going through his chest. You yeah. feel you feel a little more bad for him because he's homeless. Not only is he about to die, but he can't even like walk into death on two feet. He has to stumble in. That's actually, I think, a nice touch. Okay. Uh, and they do it later with uh, um, Roper. Yeah, 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 Roper. 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 Are you going to leave without saying goodbye? Fucking hate that guy. <laughs> we'll get the there. Lance Henriksen's henchman. Um, oh, um, wakey, African? wakey, you fat fuck! That guy. Yes, he stole my best line. That's my best line. Fucking hate that guy. Yes. No, Wait, do, do it better. That was a- White people. That's the second time they tried yes, to. Yes, we totally missed the first time. They fucking nerd high fived you guys. And it, Arnold it, Vosloo, he's the mummy. God, and he was also in uh, Weird Connection, uh, at least Dark Man 3, if not Dark Man 2. And <laughs> Dark Man was created by Sam Raimi. Guess right. who is a cameo in this? Uh, Ivan Raimi. Yeah. <laughs> the tension was killing me, Nathan. His, his brother? Uh, I ain't got no change, I- man. That's him. Uh, right, when, oh, right before Roper dies. Was it Ivan Raimi is mm-hmm. his name? I had it written down. I don't know if that was it. Either way, yeah, it was his brother that yeah. was in that. That was a cool little cameo. That was. But the, the same thing happens to him. That you you kind of, not only is he about to die, but he gets insulted before he dies. Like the guy, he's asking for help, and the guy's like, he's just a fucking bum. Well, and then the guy closes his eyes with his boot. Like the guy walks up and like closes his eyelids oh, with his he, boot. And that's, that's a final little spit in the face, yeah. huh? Yeah. Man. So the plot... Uh, can I take the plot on this one? Sure. New Orleans is a toilet. <laughs> it's a post-apocalyptic toilet where anything goes. Turds floating aplenty. And again, we treat veterans like trash. That's another commonality. Literally and figuratively. Literally yeah. and figuratively, yeah. You can hunt them <laughs> for sport. And a lot of money. Well, what's funny is I wrote down here, I'm like, the opening sequence looks like they're they're hunting down a fat, bearded Will Ferrell. I wasn't thinking <laughs> Robin, the, the Robin hom- Williams at the, the time. The Will Ferrell where he's the homeless guy and uh, he's going to be drawn in the art skit right. on SNL. <laughs> if you take all the, the, the dumb 90s martial artsness and John Woo-ness out of it, it's kind of sickening. Yes, it is. It's pretty dist- – and um, Ray Liotta was in a similar movie called Surviving the Game. I didn't watch that one, but I know. I've seen the trailer. That was enough. That was enough. You get it. They're they're hunting until you saw the. We just motion. dude. Seriously, I just just a little backstory. We sat down to just like on a Friday night watch a movie. Jamie wanted to watch um, Roadhouse, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, and I was like, no, no, hun, hey, hun. <laughs> when it's, it's not Christmas, it's not Christmas. And then we watched Time Cop, which is the one where he fights in the swimming pool. That's Lionheart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then we watched this. Because I'd for, like I said, I'd forgotten that John Woo did it, and I was like, okay, Van, I, I like Van Damme movies. They are what they are. They're not Shakespeare by any stretch of the imagination. And I thought, okay, John Woo, he he made a he was a comer, late eighties action scene, and then yeah. in the mid late nineties action scene here yeah. in the U.S. Okay, cool. I enjoyed this one. All right, well, we'll see you guys next season. See you guys in August. Right. Van Damme kicks a guy off of a dirt bike. Like <laughs> he, he does. You've mentioned that a few times. Literally kicks a man off of a dirt bike. I don't understand how you can get any more badass I than that. I forget. Is that a is it a spinning back kick? I don't remember if that's like a I think that's like a full on just He's a dancer. He's a dancer. <laughs> But he actually does not do like legit splits in this movie, which is normally his calling card. He kind of does. He has in two. A lot of movies. He does. He has two calling cards. Splits is the A number one, right? And the other is the he, jumping like <laughs> kick. 
There was a lot of those. There the were a lot of those, but spinning there's not. Spinning heel kick. There's no splits to the ground. The only splits that he came close to doing was just a roundhouse in the air, which is in itself pretty admirable. I would like to point out that he does ride a motorcycle standing on the motorcycle mm-hmm. while two shooting miles an people. Hour? Yeah. Does anyone in the audience know anything about riding a motorcycle? Does anybody know in the audience about the movie called Hard Dark? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Because you cannot ride a motorcycle unless it's in neutral. <laughs> with no hands? With no hands. Because you have to either have the clutch engaged so that you don't. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing in this movie. Bad slash dumb ass. John Woo had some cool shit at the time because he wasn't huge in the U.S. then. And his thing was, was bullet time or arrow time, I guess. He had, the dude had the crossbow. Right. And you kind of got, you know. Yeah. That was cool as fuck in 1994. Mm-hmm. By 1998, it was not. Um, I'm sorry, it was 1993. Do you feel that the music is a little ham, a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll, but <laughs> it's a little twangy, a little sexy saxophone all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's also a little all over the place. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing that happens in uh, They Live. True, but it's it's way less invasive than it is in They Live, and it's kind of like in Con Air when like the stings. I don't <laughs> think John Woo totally understood the part of the world he was making a movie about yeah had you ever seen this movie jamie no not that i remember my mom used to be a big sean claude van damme fan when i was younger so there is a good chance that i saw it at one point but i did not remember it at all and uh, i mean once you've seen a couple van damme movies haven't you seen by the time con air comes out you don't want to see him anymore yeah because con air exists and why would you watch anything else well yeah i mean Never mind. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. I hope you forget. I hope you forget. <laughs> Ass face. Fuck it. I'll say it now. My magic wand. I would make Con Air a sequel to this, and I would recast uh, Jean Claude in the starring role. No. Oh. Yeah. You fuck. What else would I? <laughs> I just figured you put Nick Cage in Hard Target. <laughs> yeah, I could totally recast Nick Cage in Hard Target. Yeah. I would totally right. recast. Uh, I would make it the same character. He would be Chance Boudreaux. Uh, in Con Air. Then his accent would work. Medu, my home and bird. My home and bird. My daddy comes home on July 14th. It's oh, oui, oui. It's Bastille Day. My daughter's birthday is on July 14th. <laughs> hey, Put the bunny in the stew. <laughs> <laughs> Again, better movie. <laughs> Look, uh, I appreciate when people like defend the honor of women but is it necessary to actually like round kick and knock them up so they put a dent in your camaro and i feel like they were attacking her over like 32 dollars sure like, well, well what she also has in addition it's a to vagina that, is that is <laughs> which is worth sweet like 33 dollars tang <laughs> and a blouse full of goodies and 32 dollars so well, I because think- he says like next time be more careful about how you flash your wallet is that your Creole accent? Is that what that is? <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's I don't either. Van Damme. So is that what you call it? The wallet? The wallet. Aww. <laughs> I only accept folding bills in my wallet. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> we can all get there. Um, coin purse. Coin purse. Coin purse. <laughs> yeah. My I, grandma I always... had a coin purse. <laughs> Ew. Had Werther's Didn't have bottom. $32 in it, though. <laughs> Cobwebs and Werther's. Oh. Blackjack gum. That's a completely different podcast. Black, blackjack gum? Licorice. Oh. oh. Black licorice. Obviously, because of the word black. I've... Thanks. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesus. God. Where are... <laughs> okay. You watch so... that timer? <laughs> so what on. Nathan was saying Stay was that target. he defended her honor, but he also completely destroyed her car. Right. Dented, dented the fuck out of the... How many... You don't really see too many convertible IROCs either. No, no, you don't. That was a pretty sexy car. Mm-hmm. I like... And blue. I like the choice that it was blue, not Do red. Do you think it was a rental? Yes, absolutely. Convertible on purpose. Blue IROC. Was she from Michigan? Yeah, the, the tag was Michigan. Plate. Okay, the yeah. plates did say Michigan. Yeah. Because I thought, how can you drive a convertible in Michigan like one month a year? Maybe two. And the the fact that she's from Michigan lends itself to one of my favorite lines in the movie. Tell your girlfriend to point her titties north. Step on the gas. Do it today. It's the most <laughs> dirtbag thing ever said in movies. It's horrible because if she follows the Mississippi all the way up, she's going to end up in like Minnesota. Saskatchewan. <laughs> I uh, I have actually I've, I've used that line so many times. Friends from other parts of the country, like, ah, man, we need to come to Nashville, but we can't. Just like, what do you mean you can't? Just get in your car, point your titties west, do it, <laughs> do it today, do it today. <laughs> I fucking love that line, dude. Did you find it odd that the forensic like <clears throat> police people suck at their job? That they couldn't find um, a dog tag like pierced with a crossbow bolt. They're called bolts. Whatever. Police work on the whole was just completely shoddy. Lazy. You think? They, Lazy. They, they, they didn't care. No, because it's bums. Well, they're homeless. No one cares. Well, and then Boudreaux comes in with the dog tag with the thing, and he's like, do you believe us now? And I'm like, but you haven't really... Do you believe us now? Do you believe us now? Wee-wee. I, I would like to put an edict out right now. <laughs> For the rest of the episode, if we're going to quote Van Damme or Wilford Brimley... You have to twist your mustache? <laughs> yeah, I have to twist your mustache or end it with a... <laughs> <laughs> this is a big tragedy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get some more dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> we got the stew cooking now. <laughs> oh, baby, we got oh. the stew going. <laughs> Uh, what does it work? I don't buy Van Damme as a boat dude, mm. an able seaman, as it were. Well, I mean, arguably, by Van Damme standards, I mean, by his dad's genetics, he's the most able seaman because he's the one that was born. So you don't <laughs> buy him as a sailor. I don't. That duster with the rolled up sleeves doesn't, ex- like, scream naval activity to me. No, I don't buy him as a sailor either, but man, he's... He's a, wouldn't they say he was a merchant marine? No, they said he was there? U.S. Or he's a legit marine. Ex-U.S. Special Forces. Okay. Okay. Well, they wedged that in later in the movie just so they could hunt him because they only hunt combat veterans. Because, because they have... Because, again, pre-9-11, it's okay to fucking hate soldiers. Apparently, in the mid to late they 90s, shit that was on, like... They did shit on him, right? What the fuck? Yeah. What I put down here, what doesn't work? I have a couple of, of marks here. The first one I was like, so when did the movie lose you, Nathan? Uh, well, when he stood on top of his motorcycle, jumped over the Suburban, where the insert of Van Damme standing on a motorcycle riding about two miles an hour, <laughs> and then fired 27 rounds from one handgun into the vehicle until it exploded. That's where but what, I was like, but, but when he flipped over the Suburban, his mullet, the way it tracks his head, Follows his head. Graceful. It was legit. When he thought he was going to land on his feet, but then he stumbles just a little bit. To, but then, show, that, to show that he's a human. Yeah. He's 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 all man. Uh, number two was also uh, Wilford Brimley as a Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> that was so distracting for me. I actually thought he was okay. I mean, he, he was all right, but am I, he really dialed. He was like, I'm, I'm all in. <laughs> he did. He said, How fuck the God, diabetes I'm, commercials. I am Cajun I'm, now. This horse like, get off me, you fat fuck. 
<laughs> oh, it's too fast, it's too fast. With the fucking bow and arrow when he's riding off into the sunrise or whatever. Every day should start with Quaker Oats. Oatmeal is back in the news. Doctors confirm again, if you're on a low-fat diet, oatmeal can help reduce your cholesterol. And oatmeal, of course, has no sodium. Also, Now, there's some good news for you. Of course, I've known that for a long time. I learned it by making Quaker Oats part of my own diet. For my own good heart, my own good health, and just feeling good every day. We don't have any oatmeal, but we do have a lot of birds. <laughs> oh, I'm well, sorry. You're in the South. We have grits here. I don't understand the question. I won't respond to it. I want my fucking oatmeal, you goddamn communist. <laughs> okay, etouffee. Uh, who places a pastry with a burning candle in their desk drawer and then closes it? Wildly unsafe. A dumb person in a cop shop. Well, that, in fact, once you shut the door, the drawer, it, it's going to go out anyway. But it didn't. The candle melted onto her sad little birthday cake. And then and she I, ate it. Yeah. I think it was a pastry. Is that a king cake? Uh, the one with the, with the baby in it for Mardi Gras? That was a king cake. Is that what it's called? A king cake? Yes. That's, that's what it is, yeah. Is that what that was? It didn't that have was baby not, in it, yeah. though. Was that no, just a sad little cupcake? The for, king cake is bigger. That was, uh, I think that was, I think yeah. that was Ardelia. From Silence of the Lambs. Oh, it was the one that was running around on at the uh, Quantico, right? I mean, she she went to classes and stuff yeah, too okay. with Clarice. No, she yeah. just ran. With that was her. the same. So she that was her first assignment out of the academy. Clarice gets to go hunt Cyrus the virus, and then she has to go back to New Orleans and be a shitty beat cop. You know, you want to know <laughs> that the eventually worst? dies. All right, Ardelia. The worst thing. Was? All right, Ardelia. It's another sad birthday here at your desk. Blow out your candle. Oh wait, cool. Here's this girl looking for a homeless dad. I guess I'll put my cake. In I the guess door. I'll help deal her. with that later. Hold on. She's the only police that works there. She's a police. That's the only police she is person the police in, in New this. Orleans. <laughs> yes, you reached the police. Can I help you? Yeah, I'm looking know. for my dad. Uh, the other thing I put down here is that Yancey Butler is horrible at her job. Which one is Yancey Butler? Uh, the female lead. She's okay. Both wallets. <laughs> I want to mug you twice, girl. I've got genuine leather and I've got roast beef. Your choice. Oh, we really drilled down in the second half of the episode. No, but I'll, I'll be honest with you. People gave uh, Van Damme's performance like really bad reviews. I'm like, did you watch the the female lead in this? In this, she's picture? pretty. She's pretty dry. She's horrible. She makes Van Damme look like he graduated from like Juilliard. Yeah, her facial expressions are almost cartoonish. She's got almost like a unibrow too. Oh, very she, much. So. She's very ass eyes. Yeah. <laughs> She's very early 90s. She like, I got cut out of Party of Five, so can I be in this? <laughs> the hell is Party of Five? I feel bad for Van Damme because I, f- I think he thought this was going to be the one that vaulted him into the stratosphere. They also cut a lot of his dialogue to make him more mysteri- mysterious. And unfortunately, that also, while it may have helped, it also did not, <sighs> not help him it, either. I think it helps the character. It doesn't help him as an actor. No, it doesn't. The other thing that doesn't work for me is we've already talked about it ad nauseum, but it's uh, John Woo's um, inaccurate knowledge of how motorcycles work. What does that hell? There's something in my throat. Doves appear early on in the film, but definitely more pigeons than doves. Uh, a lot of birds. The final like, act. Like his fucking accent. Do you want to know why John Woo uses doves in his film? Yes. And no this is and the most no. dumbest answer I've ever heard. In my I don't know. I don't want to know. Let's well, guess on. what? We're going here. They represent the character's soul as being saved. So the bird flapping around is what I just thought that made John Sean Claude be like, "Oh, there's supposed to be two dog tags." Yeah, and I, I don't want my soul represented by a pigeon. <laughs> but, well, sorry, babe. 
More like a crow. <laughs> another another line I wrote down here half before <clears throat> doing any research. I said, "Are rattlesnakes native to Louisiana?" Did you and, look it up? And I then I looked it up and said, "In doing research, yes, they are." There's, there's ah. at least one species. There's, there's like Do twenty we, some odd different species of rattlesnakes. No shit. And, and they are not uncommon in a lot of the South. Huh. I just thought they were more a dry climate, desert I, I climate. Would've, I would have too. That's what I thought when I wrote it down. I'm like, I'm going to do just a little bit. Yeah. Yep. I can, love that he punches that snake in the back of the head. And that's not a euphemism. <laughs> he punches the fucking snake and then bites off its rattler. Yeah, and then shuts sure it up in, and then throws it up in the tree, going. We went. Move the trap. Vive la France. They also didn't seem to use that like the standardized timing fuses. Like all of the fuses seem to have different times. Like almost like it was like, convenient for the shot. For the shot, yeah. yeah. Huh crazy like once a grenade or whatever gets shoved down what's his name's pants towards the end before he 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 has enough time to fiddle with his pants and then jcvd runs and his mullet is seconds behind him and he flips over the barrel and then his then his mullet flips over after just just barely trailing just barely such a good birthday if you have type 2 diabetes like i have you're confronted with choices you can choose to feel sorry for yourself. I hope you don't. I hope you choose to get involved with a good doctor. Find out some things about diabetes and your own body in the bargain. You learn to check your own blood sugar and check it often. No one is more serious than Liberty about helping you keep your diabetes under control. Yeah. That's also my favorite scene. <laughs> Which well, one? That scene where that whole interaction, Arnold Vosloo's character, the henchman, and... Hendrickson, the villain mm-hmm. with the yeah, yeah. PI or whatever, he goes around. Oh, if I have to come back here, I cut me a steak. I cut me a steak. I hate that. That's guy. what I put down, though. I think he would be a brilliant uh, Bond uh, villain henchman in the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Not now. No. Yeah. He would be a a fantastic like henchman in one of like the Brosnan movies. He would elevate one of the other three that suck. I would. Is it just because of the Widow's Peak? I don't know. It's, it's the just, widow's peak. The weird, like the, widow's, Euro, the weird European accent. He's sure. got, it's South African. So a couple of my favorite lines. One is "wakey wakey fat fuck." Very to the point. And then the karate chop right. And yeah, the giant, that's, that's like, brutal belly. chop. That's a, he's like a he's is. a ham of a man. That guy. He the, meets a horrible end too. The fat fuck. The yeah, fat the fat fuck, fuck yeah. meets a horrible end yeah. with a shotgun to his. And I mean, to be fair, in the car, yeah, it's he rented out vets to get them hunted. Oh wow, they all meet their own justifiable ends. Um, There was the line where Sean Claude Van Damme says, "I don't get angry. I'm a professional." Professional what? Badass sailor. Duh, he's a seaman. He's a professional mullet. The other one that I really liked from him is, dude is dead. There's blood everywhere. Windshield is completely demolished. Fat fuck is dead. Yeah, Yeah. looks like we missed the party. Then there's a sweet action sequence after that. They fight with the shotgun in the street, right? Um, I seem to remember that. You got to narrow it down. Do you have a worse line in this movie? (laughs) Wakey, wakey, fat fuck. Everything, wakey, wakey, fat fuck. I have hunting season is over. <laughs> How's it feel to be, to be hunted? hunted? It's the same. It's the same thing. It's the same. Yeah. yeah. There, does the movie feel long for you? It, no, it feels like it feels appropriate for the type 
for the type of movie that it is. Some of the scenes feel a bit bloated just because they don't. Even then, though, it's still like it's like 94, 97 it's minutes. Not it's, long. it's it's short. It's, it's like I said, thing. it would be an hour if it was all in regular speed. <laughs> Nothing really feels. This is the too second much. best. The second best Van Damme movie, truly. What's the first? Um, uh, Nowhere to Run. The plot of this could be cool if you didn't. If you had a better director, a more grounded director, right? And Van Damme, it could be like if you had okay, if you had say John Carpenter, right? Uh, rich, weird European people hunt ex-soldiers for sport. Okay, Van Damme is your star. That's gonna that's gonna float better than this. You have too much Van Damme uh, with a bad director isn't good because he's really not a good actor. So most of his movies are bad because most of the directors they're, they're, are usually they're bad. Travis, they're Travis movies and they're fucking great in that regard. John Woo, and they're also is, fucking bad in that regard. As far as movies go, they're fucking bad. Uh, John Woo movies, the early ones are good because like, oh, we've never seen this before. And then he makes two movies. Look at this like, man does the splits. Oh, he's making the same movie he just made, only there's more doves because there's more budget. Does he have like part ownership in a dove farm? Woo? Like, yes, is there a he reason? Does. He probably it's a, does. Well, it's not a farm. It's an aviary. Come on. <laughs> Actor Don't age. be pedantic. He can Don't only use pedantic. anywhere between three and seven before he actually gets hit with fines. Uh, if you guys had a magic wand... Justice, we'll start with you. Magic Wand, um, I think I would play up. Like, if they're going to make Van Damme a boat guy, make him a boat guy. So I would have, like, they've got trains, they've got horses, there's a multiple dirt bikes, helicopters. Why can't you get him on a boat to do any of this? <laughs> like, he is... is he like a, is he like your boat, I got your train. It's all on me. It's all for your family. Well, he's not fucking Italian. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. He's trying to do... He's Maybe he's in disguise. In a scene, he puts on the... What's the name of the boatman? Uh, uh, the gondolier. Gondolier, yeah. A bolero. <laughs> I said bolero. <laughs> I was just gonna say beret, but that's still French. Uh, okay, so you get everything but a boat. Okay, yeah. so you get him on a boat. All right. I just want to see more of Van Damme's boat work because I mean but he like does what? everything. Like, he kind of he... talks to pigeons. Like... <laughs> <laughs> does he commandeer a boat and like take it up the Mississippi? Does he? Like... Well, maybe instead of jumping on that train they jump on to get away, they can jump on a boat and oh, get like away a, that way, like an Ingram barge. Yeah. Okay, Nathan. <laughs> Magic wand. I feel that it, the film would have felt watched better if the slow motion had been more purposeful. But I but, feel. But if, you, but if you're watching it in 1993, still okay. So to recap, shoot the slow mo in slow mo. Right. Your magic wand is. I want more boat work. Well, my million guys. My magic wand is um, in an interstitial scene. Chance opens a letter from his cousin Leon. <laughs> Does Leon live here? Is it like half cousin? Oh, so you've never, you've never seen the professional, have you? Leon is the professional. Leon is Leon is Leon. The profe- we'll, we'll watch the professional. That's that stuff. explains it it's so Gary, well. It's got Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman and, and Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman and okay. Jean Renault. Anyway, uh, Hard Target is a sequel or prequel or like a Rogue One style companion movie to the professional it's very close it's like a year before maybe so yeah, yeah. professional was 94 okay, four. so and this was 93 yeah. and uh, it's taking place in the united states as well so it's just new york and they new have Orleans. both okay. they have both come over to find work <laughs> they are half cousin which is american word for uh son of my brother's father <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like i would make it like a companion piece to the professional 
<laughs> you'd have to you'd have to do some either recasting or restaffing because okay. the professional is way better. That'd be interesting. You know what? That's kind of that's kind of interesting. Could be fun. It could be fun. <laughs> All right. So if you guys are going to recast this movie, can I go first? I guess. Sure. Go for it. Because you guys both looked at me like, "Fuck." I have thoughts. Ugh. I don't know. Okay. What are your thoughts? I'm already into Con Air, so I've got to scroll back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Cyrus the virus. I often flip gender roles or race roles or both at the same time. Okay. So for Chance, 1991 Jodie Foster. Like Silence of the Lambs, Jodie Foster. Is she still doing all the stunts and everything? Yeah, she's confident. She's not Clarice. She's just Jodie Foster. She's a young Jodie Foster. Okay. 1976 Jodie Foster. Yeah, 13 year old. Taxi driver Jodie Foster. 13 year old prostitute Jodie Foster as the hardened French seaman Chance Boudreaux. <laughs> Stop saying semen, please. <laughs> Jodie Foster's semen is played by <laughs> Jesus God. So it's a, to recant some chance. What do you know? I got invited to this party by mistake. Looks like we missed a party. <laughs> Zatarans. Today's oh. six pack double feature is brought to you by Zatarans flavored rice. Zatarans tastes so right. Nah. Hey, look, the timer is all the way out. It's been an hour. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Not Clarice Starling, just. Young, fresh-faced Jodie Foster. Maybe bulk up a little bit for Nat Daniel Levy from Schitt's Creek. Okay. So is it Daniel Levy or is it Daniel Levy's character, David, from Schitt's Creek? No, it would be just Daniel Levy because David would be awful. He'd die pretty quickly. Pretty quick. He would get shot in the head pretty quick. Yeah. If you guys haven't watched Shit's Creek, you have no idea what I'm talking about. And I you wearing a man skirt at the time when he gets shot? <laughs> he would. You know, some I would. Feathers, I would. I would play him. Feathers. I would. I would play him. Because he kind of, he kind of rocks the man skirt without. He, he pulls yeah. that. He pulls that. Shit he pulls off that well. off. He makes it look cool. Unless would, it's 1993 and it's Louisiana. Do you think they tried to rape her much. against that car? Wow. What do you think they would do to him if he turned up with his Kurt Cobain sunglasses and me Daniel Levy in like. He doesn't do drag, but whatever he does sure. in Shit's Creek, but not as David. But so Jodie Foster is Chance, Daniel Levy is Nat. Okay, kind um, of androgynous. Fouchon, which is wakey wakey, you fat fuck. Yeah, 2017 Mark Hamill, <laughs> the Last Jedi era Mark Hamill Fair with enough. the long hair and the beard and everything. But he would do the Joker voice. Hello, kitties. <laughs> wakey wakey, you fat fuck. <laughs> 2017 Mark Hamill, Van Cleef. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be daring here. 1989 Anthony Hopkins. I'm gonna go Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins, but not not Silence of the Lambs. And I wasn't watching Silence of the Lambs when I wrote these notes. Okay, but the same intensity, no Hannibal Lecterness to it. But he would have that weird Anthony Hopkins thing that he did before he started sucking. Depends <laughs> on the movie, but okay. Just that, I, I see what you mean. That weird. Thing he would do in movies. It's great because I didn't recast this at all. <laughs> you didn't recast this at all? I recasted one character. Okay, who? Chance. And? Jason Statham. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because as an equivalent. I was to be hunted. <laughs> as an equivalent from 25 to 28 years later, that's who would be playing this role now if this movie hit. That's fair. I thought you were going to say Jason Sudeikis for a second. <laughs> or John Hamm. I feel like this movie is not too long. Like we talked about before, compared to Wu's last, like his next two pictures are Broken Arrow, which is one fifty, and then Face Off, which is two hours and nineteen minutes. 
This is a pretty lean Face John Woo movie. Face Off is one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, yeah. And you need to stop having fucking birthdays because we are not talking about Face Off ever. Um. So next year we're going to be talking about Face Off and another movie starring John Travolta will be my guess, unless he, she wanted to go another Nicolas Cage movie. Maybe. Why would you even put that into the world and say it like that? We're going to wait a year and see what happens. <laughs> we're going to put it in the pot and let it sit and simmer. Just let it simmer a little let bit. Let it simmer. Like a good gumbo. Yeah. What you gotta do is you gotta make a rule. What you gotta have is that cream and some uh, asparagus and some celery. Cajun cooking. Are you Cajun John Woo on that one? I am a German Cajun. (laughs) They surrendered and then I took their prisoners. (laughs) (laughs) How about some trivia? Ooh, real quick. I wanna know. I would. Sure. My recasting. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. sorry. No, I just recast um, Nat's character as Jesse Spano. From Saved by the Bell. As Jesse Spano? As or... Jesse Spano. Because I want her to have like a little <laughs> few more fucking balls and be like, like, yeah, I'm gonna Was go this fight before with you. or after like the speed like I think addiction be... thing that she had. It was in the midst. That helps her keep running. Okay. During, it keeps during, her on the horse. During, I, during I would, speed frenzy. <laughs> I would watch that. She'd be more engaging than he Nancy said, Butler. He said to yeah. point my titties north, Zach. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm, I'm disappointed in you two. You only recast. You had a blank slate. I gave my slate to the previous movie. So fuck you. <laughs> Anyone care to know? No. The body count. Ooh. Yes. Um, can I guess? I yes. guess. Can I we guess? Guess. guess. You go first. Guess first, and then I'll tell you. This includes the snake. Ooh, includes the snake. Okay, I'm going to say 37. Okay. 36, Bob. Okay. 34. Ah! <laughs> we both still went over. That's but not I how was, it works. I was closer with going over. You're closer going over. We're um, both still on contestant row. Okay. Okay. Chance fired at least 100 bullets from two pistols. Simultaneous. With no reloading. <laughs> Upside during down. During gunfire with uh, the Vaslu character Van Cleef. <clears throat> He's actually named after Van Cleef for... Lee Van Cleef? Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Universal was afraid that John Woo's limited English would uh, be a problem on set. So they hired Sam Raimi ah. as t- to oversee the project, which is why it's Ted Raimi who... But it's kind of got that gritty, dark man kind of feel to it. Okay. Yeah. So, I can't you know, say I f- dark man. So, I knew I fucking like can't this say movie. that. So there's a reason why. So My <laughs> Nintendo cartridge fell on my crotch. <laughs> Are you still an able seaman? <laughs> Nope. But yeah, that's why he's credited as an executive producer. He was brought on just in case John Woo did not. And it's why that fucking dude that was in Darkman 2 and Darkman 3 is in this. Mm-hmm. The, the the South African dude. Widow's Peak guy? Yeah. What if you recast the Widow's Peak guy as God Bluth? Well, see, you had your chance to do that and you didn't do it. Oh, Joe Farts. Will Arnett. Uh... During the final bat, uh, during the final battle, you notice that Lance Hendricks' coat actually catches on fire, and it's actually him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened on accident. Really? And they acted through the entire shot and the entire scene and stuck with it and decided to keep it in the film. And he, nice. I actually read that. That's pretty cool. That's badass. Yeah, I love shit like that. Uh, awesome. The movie went through seven edits. Actually, it probably went through more than seven, but at least seven edits. In order to obtain an R rating. What oh, was man. Cut, what what was, did they cut out? Yeah, what was cut out of it? They didn't state, but uh, Wu's original cut of the film was almost two hours long, had featured additional scenes with Lance Hendrickson, and during the editing process, Van Damme and his own inflated ego, along with his own editor, 
went in and made an edit of his own. Can we see that somewhere? <clears throat> well, yeah, but probably be like 70, 75 minutes. Dude, I would see. The, I would but, watch. I would watch the Van Damme edit of this movie. It's just seventy five minutes of Van Damme doing roundhouse kicks. <laughs> <laughs> just a highlight reel. And then it's over. Van Damme replied that people paid to see their money to see me, not Lance Hendrickson. Oh shit! Yeah, he's a bit of a cock. Uh, it's pronounced a le cock. He's a bit of a cock. Which you can see because there's no action gusset in his pants. Un petit le cock. Correct. Uh, this was Wu's English uh, language director- directorial debut, and this also marked the first big Hollywood studio to be filmed by an Asian director. <laughs> the first preview did not go well. John Wu used a lot of dissolves for scene transitions, and found uh, and the audience found that they were confusing to American audiences. Felt like a TNT made for TV movie. Yeah. And then who associated them with flashbacks? Because usually a fade or a mm. or a dissolve is meant for that. They also had trouble with the slow motion associated with commercials and the violence. And according to Wu, several people walked out of the film. Well, those people are dumb. (laughs) (laughs) This film was inspired by the movie called The Most Dangerous Game from 1932, where they hunt humans. Again, cool. Like I said, it's a cool plot. We have one casting. What if? Also ran. The original choice for Chance Boudreaux. Kurt Russell. Oh, oh, yeah. He'd have been good. They had to wait two years in order to get him because I guess his, uh, his schedule was full. In 93? Apparently. Hey, good for him. Did you have actual, uh, an actual favorite scene? The kind of sequence I liked is in after the old Mardi Gras graveyard when they she drops the... Because the, he, he, for some stupid fucking reason, has the gun that shoots one round at a time. It's that whole end fight scene. Okay. Where not, it's, it's after the, how does that feel to be hunted? Yeah. You tell me. That stupid shit is done. That end sequence when he swings the fucking two by four at him and it's on fire. And <laughs> yeah, then the volume, okay. the volume fire sound effect turns up. The fire volume sound effect? Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Or whatever, yeah. Okay. It's, that's a pretty cool little group of shots. I, I like. I kind of like that scene. Jamie, like, did you have like a specific scene? You're like, yes, that's so. Like I always like a good factory scene in any action movie. This mm. one had like, a 20 minute one. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of them. And I appreciated the fact that they put it in like the Mardi Gras like float. Mardi Gras graveyard warehouse. This is where all the floats go to die. Yeah, I appreciated that. That was kind of um, cool. And I like the part where Van Damme shoots the gun upside down. Like, he's not upside down. The gun's upside down. And Van Damme just goes out shooting it. Oh, yeah. That is kind of cool. Because that's very badass. (laughs) Mine is when he he actually kicks the gasoline canister up. With the chop guy. Yeah. With the the guy on the motorcycle gets blown out the window. That's a good action sequence. There's some really good action sequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys notice that between this movie and Con Air, zero boobs? Oh. There was a sex scene that was cut out. Of uh, Con Air. <laughs> it's Bing Rames and Danny Trejo. <laughs> I was expecting more 90 titties. At least like a strip. strip and 90 or with Van Damme? That's what me. I was expecting. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. It just I was, like... no, I was disappointed. Okay. I thought something might happen in the massage parlor. It didn't. But you yeah, there was a love that. scene, and the whatever love scene and scenes. Just involving any form of romance was removed. Do you guys have a similar or equal film to Hard Target? You guys already mentioned mine. Which was? 
Surviving the game. Okay. <laughs> I put down here on my synopsis, a homeless man is hired as a survival guide for a group of wealthy businessmen on a hunting trip in the mountains, unaware that they are killers who hunt humans for sport. Close to. How did they not get sued? Well, Fair I mean, enough. they're hard targeted. I've probably seen it once. I think it had like Ray Power. Ray, Liot- Ray Liotta's in it. I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know Ice T's in it, so you definitely. <laughs> Ever since watch I was it. a kid, I wanted to hunt men for sport. <laughs> <laughs> By the time '93 came around, I finally could at least fulfill that in a movie. Justice, what's your similar or equal to? Oh, I Rambo. About to say justice was served. Rambo. I went Rambo. That's better. Yeah, I went Rambo That's immediately. A, for what reasons other than the obvious? You don't hunt a man. That and it's just like this this ex or this ex war person who like can unleash badassery on people. By ex okay. War, by ex war person, do you mean soldier? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I've said vet a lot, but the vets are the ones being hunted here. Um, so yeah, I go Rambo. Okay. I went with another John Woo movie, which is I face off. I went cop out and I said face off. <laughs> I fucking hate face off. Take his face. Oh. Richard Herbie, if you're listening you to this, you got to request this next year just still, so I can. We're not going to watch face off. Really? Fucking hate that movie. <laughs> You hate it more than Con Air? Yes. Fuck you. In a year? <laughs> when was the last time you saw Face Off? Oh, it was in the theaters for sure. Yeah. I it's, definitely saw that in the theater. It's horrible. Don't they sentence him to a prison where you, like, you have to have magnetic boots? I don't know. What? Yeah, it's dumb. So you can't run away? Even if it doesn't, it's <laughs> yeah. still dumb regardless. It's bad. He, they, they trade faces and then he puts Travolta's character on. Conveniently, somehow, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta are the exact same blood type and physical type that they could just cut their faces off and it, everything would be fine in 25 minutes. So the price to hunt someone in this movie? Well, it varies. 40, it depends. I'm sorry. What they, I'm sorry. What they win? What the what the soldier, the ex vet wins if they don't get killed? Well, it was like ten, oh, it's 10 grand. grand. Was it? Ten yeah, grand. Ten, 10 grand. grand. Yeah. And they say you can get a new life on ten grand. Yeah. yeah. How much? No, you, no the fuck. Did you can. the people pay to hunt though? Wasn't it like a half a million dollars? The first or guy was a something half a million, like that, yeah. and then he charged them seven hundred and fifty thousand to hunt Van Dam. Because well, he right. was the hard because, target. Yeah. Yeah. Ten thousand dollars in nineteen ninety three equals in twenty twenty. It says seventeen thousand eight hundred nine dollars and forty cents. Ouch! Also, not getting a new life on that. With forty cents, <laughs> it did what the computer said, man. <laughs> That's how I calculated horsepower. <laughs> the computer was wrong. <laughs> Does it still hold up? Final thoughts, Nathan. This film is very much style over substance. Lance Hendrickson and Arnold Vosloo shine, in my opinion, as they play really deliciously evil villains. Yeah, I agree. With really horribly damaged moral compasses. I just don't understand the motivation that any normal human being would have to want to just purposefully hunt homeless vets. It just doesn't seem logical. Because Con Air was a realistically grounded film. I think what hurts the movie is Yancey Butler's performance. And she has zero chemistry with Van Damme, in all honesty. There's just there's no substance between the two. Of the Wu films, I think it's probably his most grounded picture. How Jaime? about you, Justice? Does it hold up? Just, just, no. Justice, justice, final thoughts, hold up. Jesus Christ, I'm drunk. <laughs> does it still hold up? And your final thoughts. It doesn't hold up because we live in an age of forensic files. So you see a rash of dead vets across the city. They're going to fucking like, figure that out pretty quickly. Especially now with dead vets. Because yeah. they were headed to like Unless Eastern Europe, weren't yeah. they? They yeah. were going to another country. Unless they're, they're, homeless, vets. they're homeless vets, they don't give a fuck. No. I, I took that too real. Sorry. 
Continue. It's okay. It's okay. There's a lot of explosions. There's a lot of action. And again, you just have to suspend your disbelief that this would never fucking happen. And there are actual people in New Orleans. And that's not our dog. Do we have a dog? <clears throat> yeah, I didn't know. Um, so it has all the tenets of a good action movie for me. It's got multiple vehicles. Helicopters, horses, Boats. trains. So that box is checked off. I forgot the horses. The horses are a good touch. Horses are a good touch. Did you see the horse struggling with Wilbur <laughs> As he like yells his Cajun gibberish. I thought he was going to die too. I'll be honest with you. No, no his flask. He, he should have. Would have been helpful if he was in the first movie. He could have given what's his name his fucking insulin. <laughs> that along with the simple diet and exercise program can help keep your diabetes under control. We don't have to listen to him whine the entire two hours. Oh. Poe said you got diabetes. <laughs> Just so happens, kid, I'm lucky. Got an extra vial of insulin right here. Hot star, probably wearing like a white tank top or a wife beater, some sort. Got that. Bitch and duster with the rolled up sleeves. Great mullet. Multiple forms of transportation, a factory fight scene, and all the explosions. I really like this movie. John Woo played to a couple of... he he. I think he tried to... Love New Orleans in this movie, or at least Creole sort of culture. It was shot, mm-hmm. I think, in Louisiana as well. Yeah, yeah, it was. I don't know if it was set there because of Van Damme's accent or if Van Damme's accent made sent it. them there. Yeah, truly, that's what's what I have. But for me, it works. Totally this is easily one of the three best Van Damme movies, uh, being Bloodsport, Hard Target. Nowhere, and Bloodsport. Nowhere to run. <laughs> Bloodsport. There's nowhere to run. Yeah. The spritz sprayed, weighted down, clearly a weave, not LA. a real hair mullet. <laughs> L.A. gel. Adds that, that little extra to his kicks, to his turns, to his flips. To his, you know it's not fake? You know it's real. Why? Because his hair moves with him. It's weighted, man. <laughs> <laughs> This movie is so much better than Con Air. This felt like the first three episodes of a series, like one of those first-run syndication shows, like Renegade, like I said earlier. Okay, I get that. That would have been kind of a cool, like, he pals around, he pals his way around New Orleans with... Doesn't Lorenzo always, Lamas? Doesn't always have to... Well, maybe maybe that's maybe it's a backdoor pilot from Renegade. Well, it could have been like a cool, like, it would have been like a TNT. Yeah, one yeah. Of those cable shows. USA. Yeah, USA. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of, USA. <laughs> Have we done justice to your pair of movies? Is there anything else you'd like to say about either of these movies before we do a chaser? Um, No. I just want some cake. Nothing else you want to say about this pair of movies? I stand by Con Air. Johnny T? (laughs) Johnny T in uh, Salt Lake City asks. Well, he doesn't really ask. He posits. Johnny T in Salt Lake City says, choose a movie. Nathan, we're going to start with you. Okay. It's the same question for all three of us. All right. Choose a movie. Replace all but one character with Muppets. <laughs> uh, die Hard. <laughs> I would keep John McClane or Hans Gruber. <laughs> your choice. Because no, either your, one would work. It's your question, man. Uh, it's hard to choose. No, you know what? Alan Rickman needs to stay in as Hans Gruber. Everyone else are Everyone Muppets. else is a Muppet. So John McClane is <laughs> a Muppet. Fucking brutal is he now that he's beating up okay. and shooting Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Except Huey Lewis. <laughs> oh. Uh, die Hard. Fucking California. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Gone with the Wind. Okay. And the character that's not a Muppet is Mamie. 
all of the dying soldiers are Muppets. Are they bloody? It seems like a PBS special. <laughs> They're just like stuffing coming out of them. Jim Henson's <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> is um, the stuffing white or is it like red? It's white. Oh. White stuffing. Oh, okay. Okay. Cheap. I am going to go with Hellraiser. <laughs> Everyone except Kirsty. Which one's Kirsty? <laughs> Kirsty's the virginal white girl. It's been so long since I've watched. It's been 30. I figured the only thing you'd said, if you just said Pinhead, then I would go, oh, Pinhead? No, Pinhead's a Muppet. Yeah, so no, Pinhead's okay. a Muppet. The Cenobites are Muppets. All the the dad is a Muppet. Julie's a Muppet. Uncle Frank's a Muppet. Everybody's a Muppet. <laughs> Everybody but Kirsty. It's so Kirsty. much more lighthearted and free to watch. But they still, with the chains they shoot, when they shoot the chains and the hooks, they're made of yarn and shit. <laughs> And the voices are the same, but the, not the same. I'm sorry. The voices are like Muppet voices. <laughs> Frank Oz no, plays three no different crying. characters. No crying, please. It's such a waste of good suffering. Oh, we have such sights to show you. The box. You opened it. We came. <laughs> Hellraiser. Everybody. A Muppet cursed. story. <laughs> <laughs> a very Muppet Hellraiser. A very Muppet. A very Muppet Hellraiser. Oh, Johnny T in Utah. Fuck, that is a great question. Thank you. Uh, keep him. Oh, Thanks, man. Johnny T Utah. Johnny T Utah. Johnny Utah. That's a Johnny Utah moment. That was. Johnny Utah. Johnny T in Utah. Sorry. Send us your address. We'll send you a free sticker and a t shirt. That was a great question. And what a great name. Happy birthday, Justice. Thanks. Love you. Love you. Um, yes, happy birthday. Thanks for my movie. Pick six. Movies, uh, don't forget. Movies. Yeah. Why is it with, with you and movies and mullet guys? I don't know. Um, At some point, you'll have to give us a rating system on mullets. I can. Yeah. Why don't you work on that? All right. Pick six, season three coming up. We hope you had a good new year. Yeah, regular season. We're rolling into spring. Look for us in February. Six Pack Double Feature is a Clopec Media production. You can like and follow them on Facebook at Six Pack Double Feature Podcast and on Instagram at Six Pack Double Feature. They aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb. We'll help you keep your diabetes under control.